Salutations. Welcome to Pod Mortem. I'm Renee Hunter Vasquez, joined as always by my co-host, my husband and my brother. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. Hi, I'm Travis Hunter. This week, we're recording live from a beautiful house in the hills discussing the 2015 horror drama, The Invitation. The Invitation was directed by Karin Kasama and written by Phil Hay and Matt Manfredi. This film walks a tightrope between founded suspicion and paranoia while exploring themes of grief, community, and loss. With committed performances and an effective slow burn, The Invitation tells a unique story. This film was recommended to us by friends of the show Carly and Claire Sutton. We want to thank them for their support and for their suggestion. We truly do appreciate it. So, what did you guys think of The Invitation the first time you saw it? I I think I remember we watched this together. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, But I do remember, I don't want to say that I fully liked it because I was a little confused at some things, but I have watched this movie quite a bit of times and I do enjoy this movie a lot. I watched it again today Uh and uh, I'll probably watch it in the future again. (laughs) (laughs) But this and, and the thing is, is this movie's a slow burn, but and I usually don't go for them. But there's and I will say why I like the movie. You know why I do particularly like this movie, uh, even though it's not my thing. Uh-huh. But I do enjoy this movie. I remember being really blown away the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. And like you, I've watched this probably like 15 times. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really <laughs> understand. Yeah. Once you said that, I was like, why have we watched this? Yeah. So many times? <laughs> I will say, unfortunately, watching it for the show, okay. I do like it a little bit less. Mm-hmm. I think mainly because of there, there are some character motivations <laughs> that in all fairness, and I mean this truthfully, yeah. fucking piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's things that happen in the film that I feel like just don't like I as f- I've met human beings in my life. Right, <laughs> right. I've met a few. Sure. I am one, which also helps a little bit, but there's some like moments that just don't ring true. Right. But I wonder if that's the intention. I think okay. it is, and I feel like we can kind of explore that as we go along because this I, I guess we can call it friend group. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weirdness and awkwardness and and I think guilt and love like simmering under the sur- there's there's a lot of weirdness going on in this yeah. group. Yeah. And so I feel like there's a lot of moments where I'm like what the fuck but I explain it away mm-hmm. because the situation that they're in is so strained and weird and humans are fucking weird under circumstances like that. That's true. So I mean I I, I know that that's not obviously going to explain everything because there are moments where it's like Come hold on. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that'll explain some of it. I hope so. I do want to say that there is a lot to like about this film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Karin Kusama is an incredibly underrated director. Yeah. And this film looks really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The music's really good. Mm-hmm. I love the music in this. I didn't remember the music. Uh, me neither. But then this time around, I was like, this is great. I feel like, yeah. especially when it's a film that we've seen multiple times like for fun, mm-hmm. watching it, kind of dissecting it for this it can kind of hurt it a little bit yeah or it can give you further appreciation and the music is really something that had never i would say it never stood out to me before no but watching it for this i'm like damn there are a couple moments where i'm like how did i never notice this and also the performances Mm -hmm. and there are uh, we'll talk about them as we get to them because there's one dude that just (laughs) always shows up and kills it no matter what the fuck oh yeah and it's just unbelievable um 
I was surprised to learn that this was Karin Kusama's first film since Jennifer's Body. Wow. Oh, really? That's yeah. A big jump. Huh. I think it's to what, 2009 to 2015? Yeah. Damn. And it's kind of upsetting because you're like, I really hope that it wasn't because of the of reception. Jennifer's yeah. Body. yeah. Because I, uh, we go listen to Jennifer's Body. Yeah. I will say that I really went hard for Megan Fox in that episode. And then <laughs> yeah. she had to go and link up with fucking this dude. And yeah. they are insufferable. <laughs> I'm still, you know. I still support Megan, but goddamn, just be quiet for a little bit. That might be one of my biggest regrets on the show. <laughs> I feel like it was like right after. Yeah, that she's like, oh, so I've got the green light. <laughs> He's like, no, Megan. <laughs> I made him when I was four. I'm like, yeah, what no. are you talking about? What is this? <laughs> John Paul's like, that's your girl. I'm like, yeah. like no, we look, we made a mistake. <laughs> Um, but no, I really love this film. I've seen it just like the two of you, mm-hmm. probably more than I should. I feel right. like this isn't one of those movies that you would think has a high rewatchability factor. Right, but right. Well, we it, all have a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's a matter of the slow burn. You feel like once it hits that moment, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I, okay, I got it. Yeah. yeah. You know, but for some reason you keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say, I think that Logan Marshall Green is so fucking underrated. I think even in what which Marvel movie was it? Uh, which Spider Man? He's in one of the Spider Man. Spider Man Homecoming. I just watched it. Very briefly. One of the Spider. He's in one of the Spider Mans. All right, one of the uh, Tom Holland Spider Man. <laughs> but um, he's great. Yeah. There's something so magnetic about him. Yeah. And even when it's a small smaller role because he's mm. the lead in this. Yeah. I'm just like you should be in everything. I don't know what it is about him. He was in a game that I played not too long ago called Telling Lies. Mm. Okay. And it's it's a game where you're watching video footage and like trying to piece together the story. And so it's like, I don't know, they got their their phones or yeah. whatever. They're FaceTiming each other, but you're seeing his side of the story and then her side of the story. Mm. It, he is, I'm like, we're best friends now because yeah. we've been, we FaceTime so many times <laughs> together. I mean, he's just so believable I, in everything yes. that he does. I do remember you playing Yeah, that. it was All good. Right. I need to settle some hash real quick. Okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, okay, I really think that Logan Marshall Green is a fantastic actor. Yeah. I think, honestly, if I were to make a film, I would find a role for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was great in Prometheus. But what he was really, really good in is Lee Winnell's Upgrade. And if okay. nobody's seen Upgrade, they Mm-mm. need to. But the hash that I need to settle. I read a review on Upgrade. Oh. <laughs> I know what you're talking <laughs> about. And it fucking infuriated me because they gave the film a negative review. And this is like a mainstream <laughs> critic. Yeah. This isn't somebody just, you know, randomly tweeting out something or someone on Letterboxd. Yeah, yeah. It is a critic. Mm-hmm. And they gave the film a poor review because they said, this guy is trying way too hard to be Tom Hardy. He's trying way too hard to look like Tom He's Hardy. He's like, this is no. just my face. Yeah. That's just no, his no. human yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> he had no say in the matter. I th- and personally, look, there are a few similarities between him and Tom Hardy, but he's his own. Yeah. He, does, he doesn't act like no, that. No, not at all. Because I saw that a Tom lot. Tom Hardy's great, too, though. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Get me wrong. But I read that a lot um, looking up stuff for this. Really? That's yes. so unfair. I'm like, let I, this man be. I never get that. Oh. I, I don't well, I'm, I don't get that from yeah. here. And I, like you, I like Tom Hardy. There's yeah. I, He's in Peaky Blinders. I fucking love that show. Yeah, he's and great I, in Peaky yeah, Blinders. I'm, 
I don't get that. But that, yeah. And how are you going to use... Well, he looks like him, so fuck him. Yeah. It's like, what, <laughs> what are you talking like what, about? from the side or yeah, what? You just, you just <laughs> wanted to be mad. Yeah. You didn't want to like this movie at all. Yeah, no shit. I will say that they do kind of um, touch on a lot of themes in this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I did see in an interview with Logan Marshall Green is that they do treat the audience like we're intelligent. Yes. Which I appreciate. Yes. Because they don't really spoon feed you stuff. There's a lot of meditations on grief. And that's kind of where the film's idea came from mm-hmm. is they wanted to expand. I saw an interview with Karin Kusama with the DGA mm-hmm. and she had said they wanted to expand on the idea of people exploring their grief in ways that might not be healthy or the mainstream right mm-hmm. people coping differently well and we talked about that on pet cemetery too yeah. yeah where it's like you can say all day long you know no i would never blah 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 but until you're in that situation you yeah. don't fucking yeah. know so i mean i feel like like you said it, it's done in such an intelligent way that it's like i could almost i get it like, yeah i understand it's, it's uncomfortable oh yeah um one thing that's interesting as well is that it was written by Karin Kusama's husband. What? Yeah. Okay. So, and again, that hurts me as well because I'm like, you know, they she had to go with like her family to make something tiny because yeah. whatever happened with Jennifer's bot that I and I can't even say that that's true. It might not even be true. Yeah. But I I've I written, mean the, the breadcrumbs are there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've written a very sad backstory to this. <laughs> <laughs> Now, before we pour this film a glass of wine, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast, and in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, then let's RSVP yes. The film opens with Will, played by Logan Marshall Green, dazedly staring out the windshield as he drives. In the passenger seat, his girlfriend Kira, played by Emma Yahtzee Coronildi, calls his name repeatedly before finally getting his attention. Once he responds, she says that she was asking him if he was okay, and he apologizes, but he still doesn't answer if he was okay. Well, that's probably why he, he was yeah. not, you know. Yeah. I will say having a driver that's spacing out that hard, not good. Like, can you please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she tells him that they don't have to do this they can just go back home but will assures her that he'll be fine kara looks down at the very formal invitation in her hands commenting on how thick and official it is it invites them to a dinner party with david and eden and at the bottom underneath the address is the sentiment we've missed you the invitation is very nice. It's yeah. gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I've never received no. an invitation. <laughs> <laughs> but it's clear they're in Hollywood. Right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I don't know if you know, there's a lot of rich people. <laughs> <laughs> what? They happen to live there. But Will proposes that they may be overcompensating because it's hard to contact everyone out of the blue after two years. Kira asks if no one has really seen her, but Will says he ran into them at the grocery store and a little bit after that, they just disappeared. So I feel like already this is like weird. Yeah. There is a lot of little moments where they set up for you to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's, we're not even at the house no. yet. Mm-mm. And I'm already like, who are these people? Yeah. yeah. 
Kara confirms that Eden and David met at a grief group and Will says that they did while he and Eden were still married. He says that you could have put odds on their divorce, but Kara says people don't think that way. They go back and forth, Kara holding her ground, but Will insisting that people do think that way until Will sees something in the road and slams on the brakes. I'm sorry I'm laughing because... The argument is very unnecessary and it just makes me laugh that that's the moment of impact is just like, no, people do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it matters not. Yeah. <laughs> but this is why what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> Shaken, Kira asks what it was and Will says that he thinks it was a coyote. He gets out of the car and confirms this. It's motionless in front of the car, bleeding and whimpering. Will tells Kara to get back in the car as he gets a tire iron from the trunk and puts the coyote out of its misery. This goes on for an agonizing amount of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And every single time I watch it, it feels like they add five minutes to it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I know it's it's not a complaint about pacing because I know that this has to be what it is. But I always wondered what the point of the coyote segment was. I always took it as like an omen. I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a line that comes up later that completely explains everything. Okay. Yeah. And I somehow missed that on my 15 <laughs> rewatches. rewatches. <laughs> well, you can't, I mean, you can't really just leave them there suffering. No. Right? Yeah, no. But you know what I mean? I, I know that's hard shit, but it, it's still an animal. The animal's in pain, even uh-huh. though it was an, uh, an accident. It's so Fucking sad. coyote doesn't know that. You know what I mean? No. Just like, Dude, you hit me the fuck is that, <laughs> is that the coyote yeah, yeah what? they speak they, yeah. they're very profane <laughs> everybody knows fuck? this that's why everyone in LA always complains about yeah, coyotes motherfuckers it's like what the fuck are you doing it's like these coyotes <laughs> <laughs> they're nuisances yeah Honestly, in all fairness, I this is someone who doesn't live in LA. They're adorable. I would gladly um, okay. have a coyote hang out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have fun. Do, you? Right. do they like eat people or something? <laughs> is there something I'm I mean, I think they're aggressive. Nah, they wouldn't be around me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys it's are all just about dicks. vibes. <laughs> Let's take him to the Coyote Ugly Bar. Exactly. They'll be yeah. Yeah. Like, this thing. is fucking named after <laughs> me. <laughs> but it's a very serious situation t sorry kira winces as she watches from inside the car will drops the tire iron and drags the coyote off of the road he gets back in the car and the two compose themselves before driving away he just leaves his tire iron yeah well i mean (laughs) it's a murder weapon (laughs) (laughs) all more reason to take it oh that's exactly it's like we're gonna have to dispose of this on the way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I honestly, for me, and I know that the movie would be very short. We're going home. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, that yeah. kind of, I would see it as maybe we should oh, no, yeah. be going. Yeah, we're just going to watch some sunny episodes. Yeah. And go to bed. <laughs> Unwind from the whole coyote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but between credits and the title card, we get shaky shots of the scenery and clips of their car traveling to the party. Finally, Will parks on the road in front of the house and the two stand hand in hand as the gate opens. Now, I do want to talk about the slowed down shots of like power lines and yeah. everything. Yeah. Did it feel like the opening to the kids in the hall to anyone else? <laughs> 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 That's, yeah, I was like, down, down, down. <laughs> 
But um, it's a very interesting opening. Yeah. The music it, is tense. It is yeah, because yeah. I, I, visually I don't really. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't feel like it fits with the rest of the film. Not really. Although there are a few slow motion segments that come up later. Yeah. Man, we man, never man, see man, any man. of the kids. Well, that's <laughs> that's not the music they use. No. <laughs> Dave Foley never pops it up. <laughs> Uh, the chicken lady, but <laughs> oh man, all, she's at the party. Yeah, all I'm trying to say is that I I really appreciate that they're already building this tension. Yeah, where it literally from jump you're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you never really get comfortable. Yeah, no, it it only gets worse. Yeah, like and, a lot worse. And for me personally, I imagine dinner parties are fucking. I don't want to say awful. <laughs> I know that I would feel very tense going to one period. Yeah, yeah. But knowing what will I was has gonna say the, the history. The, yeah. the circumstances that we oh, come yeah. to find out, it's Even a worse. lot. Yeah. But staring impressed, Kira asks Will if this was really his house. He simply explains that there's a lot of money in Eden's family and the house was never really his. So this is, again, uh, I I mentioned very quickly that the film was made for super cheap. Yeah. It was made for a million dollars. Whoa. And it was, it took, this is what blows my mind. Mm -hmm. And I feel so bad for Karn Kusama. It took five years to finance this movie that cost i'm like where's jason blum wow like he's he just <laughs> pops out said of a bush and yeah. throws it. <laughs> but um i do i do want to correct something i said earlier she didn't like run to her family and ask them yeah. to write a film <laughs> what i was trying to say i feel I, like you were waxing poetic I, I, was, I just have a lot of sympathy for her because i want her to be super successful and oh it, yeah it hurts to know that it took five years to get this film off the ground yeah and i can't help but think it has something to do with jennifer's body i'm sure it does she did do a couple episodes of Yellow Jacket. She well, she's I think a, either an executive producer or co-creator or something Man, on that. Man, hell yeah! Oh um, shit. She also I I her husband wrote Aeon Flux and she directed oh. that. Oh wow! I okay. didn't know she directed the that movie. Yeah. Oh, all right. With uh, Charlize Theron. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's a movie with Nicole Kidman that he wrote and she directed called Destroyer. I've never heard of it. Yeah. It came out in 2018, but it has something to do 2018? with- 2018? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like a crime <laughs> film. I'm like, why have I not heard of this? Yeah. yeah. Support Karn Kusama is uh, what yeah. I'm trying to say. <laughs> but um, anyway, the budget is what I was- <laughs> What right. I started with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is a real house, and they use the exterior and interior. Very cool. All right. uh, it feels like it. Yeah. Yes. It feels very lived in. Uh-huh. They said they had to redesign like everything because it was very poorly maintained, I guess. Yeah. What? In what? the Hollywood Hills. Yeah, I don't... yeah, but she said that they put all the color in the house, all the everything. And the color is something that's interesting because there's like some kind of, I don't want to say mundanity mm-hmm. to this house, but just the wood and the stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels very, I don't know. I don't know if Medicaid is the right word. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> but they pass a couple parked cars as they walk up to the front door. In slow motion, Will looks through the window into the living room and sees a little boy putting together a puzzle on the coffee table. This is Ty, played by Aiden Lovecamp. Will's own voice calls out to Ty, telling him that it's time for dinner. But Will now continues on, leading Kira inside the house. In the living room, there is no boy and no puzzle. Instead, there is Gina, played by Michelle Kruziak, Tommy, played by Mike Doyle, his husband Miguel, played by Jordi Villasuso, Ben, played by Jay Larson, and Claire, played by Mariah Delfino. 
Gina announces that she won and jumps up to hug Will. After Kira asks, they admit that there was a betting pool to keep things interesting. I guess when they were going to show yeah. up. I didn't know if it was when or if. Mm, that's that yeah, makes yeah. more sense. Okay, okay. I because I could see it going either way. Yeah, yeah. Miguel gives Kira a hug as Tommy hugs Will. Gina introduces herself to Kira, although they met previously at Miguel and Tommy's wedding. Tommy comments on how beautiful Kira is, but addressing Will's long hair and beard tells him that he's almost shed the concerning dirty dish rag look. We thanks Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. He looks great. I was like, I hope you guys are old friends yeah. because that's <laughs> very cool. Dare you? Yeah. Claire hugs Will, genuinely asking how he is before giving Kira a hug after Will introduces them. Ben shakes Will's hand, asking if he remembers him. After all, they drove a thriving business into the ground together. How'd you guys feel about that line? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for our benefit. No, no, no. But Will reminds him that it never thrived, although Ben insists that it did for three months. I appreciate Ben in this film. Yeah. Ben is, you know, that one character that says what the audience is thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I think Ben plays that role a lot. Yes, yeah. he does. There's also a moment with Tommy and Miguel where they're like talking to Kira. Mm -hmm. and I can't remember which one says it, but one of them goes, bear a child for us. And the other one goes, we're not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and it just made me laugh out loud. <laughs> no, but seriously. Like, it sounds like it's just party fun, but uh, <laughs> not at all. Right here's now. a contract. <laughs> But looking around, Will asks Gina where her boyfriend Choi is. Gina says that he's late as usual and she can't get any reception up here to call him. Just as Will starts to ask about Eden and David, Eden, played by Tammy Blanchard, walks up behind him. He turns to see her. She's wearing a very like virginal white dress. It, to me, looked very much like a statement yeah. um, outfit. Yeah, I can't say what that statement is right now. Yeah. Right. We will. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> But the two hug before Eden asks to take a look at him. She does, running her fingers through his hair and beard and telling him that she missed him. I'm I'm gonna be <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I was it. gonna ask because yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Kira is chill as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I think and I mean we've kind of, we've kind of alluded to the situation thus far. I we, it hasn't explicitly been stated, but we did say Will and Eden used to be married. Right. They've been through tragedy together. I can see being supportive and fostering a friendship from that. Uh -huh. Or maybe, you know, us getting closure by maintaining mm -hmm. some kind of relationship, whatever. I'm all for that. Super supportive, yeah. 100%. You don't need to be running your fingers through his fucking hair. <laughs> Let me look at you. Nah, bitch, you looked at him when y'all yeah. were married. That's done. Close your eyes. And <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> it just, it's a little bit a lot to it me is, and you is. look with your eyes not, <laughs> yeah not with your hands uh there is honestly a strangeness coming from eden and david oh yeah, yeah. just from this initial interaction mm -hmm. because doesn't david hug kira yeah very tightly yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to david yeah. we're okay. not there yet <laughs> all right fair enough but when she says that she's missed him will replies with a me too and everyone in the room looks uncomfortable yeah Eden says that this house doesn't look very different and Will agrees. Eden says that they're glad that he's here. She licks her finger and wipes away a spot of blood on Will's cheek, telling him that he's a mess. She's got a little coyote blood on, yeah. his <laughs> <laughs> on your face it, there. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> 
she turns her attention to Kira, who thanks her for inviting her. This is when David, played by Mikkel Heisman, walks in. Um, Dario Naharis himself, Stephen yeah, Crane himself. Yeah. Yes. Um, I really like Mikkel Heisman. Heisman. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love him. You got, you, can clearly, you tell? Yeah. I don't even know his last name. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think that he is, again, another actor that deserves a lot of accolades. Yeah. Him well, really, I just can't. Everybody in the Haunting of Hill House. Oh yeah, is just incredible. Yeah. But seeing him pop up here, I feel like it's kind of a treat because there's a lot of really good, not just casting, mm-hmm. but character work here, mm-hmm. and we get even more later. Oh yeah. But I, I, it was for me personally because I love Logan Marshall Green, mm-hmm. and then when I see this dude too, I'm like, this is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know you were saying you had a problem with her <laughs> running her fingers through. Her. I, I so did. me seeing this, you look like me. What the fuck? You, oh, you that is, left me oh. for someone who looks just like me. I never. Why? I never really uh, shaggy hair, the beard. I actually the, don't like this you, film because Logan Marshall Green is trying too hard no, to look like Mikael. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quit the show. <laughs> hey, did you write that review? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Worlds are colliding. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I never thought of that though. Yeah. I, I never even considered I'd that. I'd be mad and like for real. You have him looking like me now. That's unacceptable. Like, what kind of shit is that? <laughs> That's unacceptable. Yeah. And I will say that him meeting up with these old friends at the beginning. Yeah, I was like, their friends seem very nice. Yeah, they do. Um, but the second that Eden and David came out, I was like, this is a bad idea. The yeah. vibes oh, are no, fucking yeah. off yeah, yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. I almost had my mind changed. Yeah. And then it went right back. Yep. Nope. Oh, yeah. But David gives Will a big hug and holds him by his face, telling him that he's so glad that he's here. Will asks David how he is. And David says that he's brilliant. They've got a lot to talk about and there's a lot to celebrate tonight. He then hugs Kira, placing his hand on the back of her head. See, now this that's, is, a, that's like yeah. a, that's like a, a like level 100 hug yeah. when you're gripping the back yeah. of somebody's head. That's a lot. That's like a, you're, you'll never get away. Yeah, that's like the mafia shit. Like, yeah, seriously. My daughter's wedding. It's like, dude, can you let me go? The it fuck? is though. And Am I going to die yeah. <laughs> I'm a hugger. I hug people. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Like, that is a lot. I don't think I've ever cradled no. Yeah, no. like that. <laughs> Especially for the relationship they have. Yeah. Yes. And then once he lets go, he tells her how beautiful she is. He offers to get them a drink, but when they decline, Tommy tells him to get the wine because it's an 85 Rothschild. T, do you know what that means? I've looked this up, and mm-hmm. first of all, this brand is quite... Yeah, you're the resident yeah, wine yeah. guy. So. A bottle is about $1,200. God yeah. damn. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, if you're fucking supplying yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to try it. Dude, I remember drinking a 100 bottle of wine, 100 bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I drink drank 100 bottles of wine. <laughs> You take one down, pass it around. Um, <laughs> what happened was um, the store that I had worked for was going out of business and the owner bought a $199 bottle of wine. I yeah. had some earlier, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but right now, what's in that coffee cup? It doesn't matter. Um, but I had some of it and you can kind of taste where the money goes. Yeah. Ooh. Sometimes, that time I could, I was like, this is the best fucking red blend I've ever had in my life. Really? And I will never be able to buy it again. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, but a $1,200 bottle yeah. of wine, I would have to try it. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Like, At least just a little. Absolutely. You know I mean? Yes. But Gina, already holding a glass of wine in her hand, is shook. Will asks what that even means, but Gina tells him that it's like $8 million a bottle. That's a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not quite. Eden laughs and David kisses her on the cheek before rushing away to pour them glasses of wine. He says that tonight is special and they shouldn't put off enjoying what they have. Again, though, Will declines the glass that's offered to him, but Kira takes one because <laughs> I'd be yeah. taking it to Yeah. <laughs> David points out that since everyone is here, but they amend this, except Choi, fucking Choi, they're just going to have to start without him. David welcomes them all to their reunion. He says that since they're special to Eden, that they're all special to him. He tells them that they missed them and they love them, but Will is distracted. David's voice fades out as he looks down the hall and sees a woman standing in the shadows lit by a light in the room behind her. She wears a T-shirt, but is completely naked from the waist down. It took me a second to realize when she turned around and the light hit her a little bit. I was yeah. like, homie, oh. I can see your doodle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. And the thing was, is again, <laughs> the effects that this house returning to this house is having on will yeah i again thought she might be a hallucination yeah Mm -hmm. and she's not no she's not the two lock eyes and she smiles at him before going back into the room david tells them all to raise their expensive glasses of wine to new beginnings and they all toast and drink again except for will Suddenly, the woman rushes in, telling them to save some wine for her before kissing David on the cheek. She's now wearing a dress and is introduced as Sadie, played by Lindsay Burge. Not to tip the hand of the film too soon, but I, Sadie definitely has to be a um, yes. nod to, to the... a certain family. Who <laughs> <laughs> did, some, did some deeds. Who <laughs> <laughs> loved the Beatles. <laughs> and the fact that they named her Sadie. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's I, like okay, I see, I see where you're going. Yeah, with it. yeah clearly, it got very weird. Yeah, yes. I was like, you're acting strange. Like, I don't, and you, she's very happy. She's yes. And yes. it's like you're too happy. You don't know who the fuck we are. Yeah, you thought it's that like, we're horrible people. Yeah. <laughs> you have nothing to be happy about. You thought Eden and David were strange. Yeah. yeah, but Eden sits on the couch between Ben and Claire and looks up at Sadie as David rushes into another room, extinguishing the impending awkwardness. Kara asks how they know each other giggling Sadie says that they have friends in common but Eden clarifies that they met in Mexico now Sadie is staying here with them and helping them out still giggling Sadie says that it's fun they have fun one thing that I did appreciate because it comes up later in a much bigger way Mm -hmm. Claire looks very uncomfortable the entire time Claire looks uncomfortable even when other people start to loosen up and have fun Claire stays uncomfortable yeah But the friends laugh nervously, and Sadie says that she hopes they don't mind her crashing the party. No one says anything. (laughs) Like, actually, we we mind very much. Yeah, who the fuck are you, dude? (laughs) Sadie looks at Will and says that they've told her so much about him. Will offers no reply. Well, what kind of shit is that? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know you. I know these are your friends or whatever. Why the fuck are you? Why are you, you talking about yeah, me? What, what? Not she's. They've told me so much about you all. Like yeah, you. you. Yeah. Will. Yeah. yeah. Don't like Excuse it. Excuse me. But no one says anything until Kira blurts out that they killed a coyote on their way here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, listen, I I felt 
this moment because this is some shit that I would do. But Kira does not know these people. No, but it's so awkward it's, and yeah. quiet. It's just like somebody has to say something. What's something that just happened? We murdered we, a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's too we much. We left our murder weapon at the scene. What? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just, I related very much to that moment. Fair enough. But David comes back and joins the rest of the group with snacks as they react, surprised to this news. Kira says that it was in horrible shape and Will had to put it out of its misery. Gina asks how they didn't tell them this immediately when they walked in. And she says that Will. Killed <laughs> nice to meet you. We killed the guy. Yeah, no shit. How? <laughs> when? <laughs> when was I supposed to yeah. die? We haven't seen each other in years. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> But she asks what Will killed it with, and he says a tire iron. The group is surprised, but David says he gets it. It was an act of mercy. And that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially later. Oh, yeah. Will asks Eden if she minds if he takes a look around the house, and she says, of course not. Will leaves the room as his friends continue to talk without him. In the kitchen, Will fills a glass with water and gulps frantically as he's hit with images of a flashback. Eden is standing over the same sink in the flashback, shaking as Will comes up behind her. Drops of blood hit white plates in the sink, and Will, with shorter hair and no beard, grabs her and tells her no as he tries to wrestle a knife away. Now, Eden whispers his name in his ear, startling him into dropping his glass into the sink, and she just laughs at his reaction. I like these situational flashbacks yeah. Yeah. as opposed to just having like one big long thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. The pacing of that is very smart. And I feel like that's something relatable when you go somewhere that you haven't been in a long time yeah. or you go somewhere where there's a lot of memories to remember. Yeah. Oh, right here. This happened. You know what I mean? I feel like that's it's more realistic. Yeah, for sure. But Eden tells him that he's so handsome tonight that he's shining and that Kira is beautiful. Will thanks her, but she reaches behind him to open a cabinet and asks for his help reaching the glasses inside. As he hands them to her, he comments that the bars on the windows are new. Eden says that she was alone here for a while, so it's safer. But didn't she and David get together when they were married? Exactly. So exactly when were you alone? Right. You never were. Yeah. But okay. As she takes a glass from him, Will holds her wrist and looks down at the bracelet covering her scar. He says that it's nice and she thanks him. They got them in Mexico. He asks if Mexico is where they've been for the past two years and Eden says, some of the time. She asks if he's worried about her and if he's thought about her and he admits that he has. She assures him that she's fantastic. She's never been better and he doesn't need to worry about her anymore. That's always like a red flag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, now I'm worried even double. Okay, great. He asks if she finds it hard to be in the house again, and she says that it's not hard. It doesn't have to be. Calling her Edie, he tells her that she looks different. Abruptly, she says that she is different. She's free. All the useless pain is gone. She tells him that it's something anyone can have, and she wants him to have it too. Ben walks into the kitchen then and says that Eden looks hot. It's like, Dude, right. yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, I understand that that's not the best way to enter a room. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, Ben, you lifesaver. Yeah. You tension breaker. Yeah. Things were getting a little heavy. Yes. Yeah. And I gotta just say it again, dude. Eden is so weird. She is yeah. really weird. The way she's talking to him, it feels very like, I'll use the term enlightened. Okay. In a, right. in a but a negative way yeah. <laughs> but, like, bad, but a like, bad way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and darkened. There, oh, <laughs> very good. Turn the lights off. <laughs> he asks if that's okay to say, reminding them that everyone here is the consenting adult. He hugs Eden, lifting her off her feet before putting her back down. She tells him that it's great to see him again, and he says that it's been way too long. He gets a snack and asks what they're talking about, but when they don't answer, he says that it's none of his business. Eden finally answers that she was telling Will that pain is optional. Ben is like, why didn't anyone tell me that? And uh, why didn't anyone tell me that? (laughs) Shit. Eden laughs, saying that it's simple. All negative emotions like grief, anger, and depression, it's all a chemical reaction. It's all physical and changeable. Ben tells her that she's starting to sound like a pamphlet, and she laughs, telling him that you can expel negative emotions from your body and live the life that you want. Not trying to bum your trip, Eden. Yeah. If it's working for you, love great. it for you. Yeah. Fantastic. But none of what you're saying is, <laughs> <laughs> is true. But I disagree. <laughs> ben says, So you're shitting out your pain? Mm. Eden dismisses him, saying he's clearly not interested. Tactful man. Right. <laughs> it's you're called you're tact, hot. you fun yeah. rag. <laughs> <laughs> not fuck rag. But Ben apologizes and says that it just sounds fucking crazy. Immediately, Eden slaps him hard across the face. Will and Ben are both very surprised, but Eden just tells Ben that until he can stop making a joke about everything, he's never going to learn anything. That's why no one cares what he thinks. Okay, so nobody cares what I think. Yeah, (laughs) this is now again. I don't know how maybe people uh, react to different things socially. Right, right. uh, In this situation, I'm Ben. I'm leaving the party. I'm Will. I'm leaving the party. This is fucking weird. You cornered me alone in the kitchen to try to preach something to me, and the second somebody's like, "Well, that's weird," you fucking hit them. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. We're no longer friends. Yeah. I'll take a bottle of that wine to go. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Please, if you're giving if you bought a case right ben's like you're not hot anymore <laughs> I was just being just nice. crying, yeah and it gets me that she's like that's she doesn't say that's why i don't care what you think it's no like, one no Nobody, one cares yeah. what you think she picks up the tray of snacks and walks out with it ben and will watch her from the kitchen as she goes back and acts like nothing happened <laughs> She's like, who wants some chips and dip? <laughs> it's like, oh my God. She's a sociopath. <laughs> Will asks if she's been acting like this all night, and Ben says that she has, and David has too. Ben says that he understands doing whatever you need to get by, especially for what Will and Eden went through, but Will didn't lose his mind. Will's like, I didn't? Finally, Ben asks Will how he's doing, and Will truthfully says that he doesn't know. He doesn't really know how to act here. Ben says that it's not like the good old days anymore, and Will agrees. He asks where Ben's wife, Amanda, is, and Ben says that she's home with the kids pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) When Will asks for elaboration, Ben admits that he thinks they hate each other, but the sex is so angry that he can't get away from it. (laughs) like you really okay, yeah. i mean i ask yeah <laughs> that's yeah. On just me. telling you what's up there's a few times that i'm a little confused at their like their whole group dynamic because uh-huh. they're mm-hmm. very friendly and hands-on with each other and it's like i mean maybe they all had some kind of agreement going on or whatever in the past but <laughs> I, d- I don't think that's implied <laughs> well i know but i mean i would find it even if it's my ex disrespectful for you to come in and be like hey you're fucking hot huh and it's like dude i'm i'm like still, was that, yeah was that the coyote yeah, yeah it's like i'm right here dude it's like were you it's talking like, I, like I killed that? you in the street yeah <laughs> well it was just really weird to me you know no, what i no, mean I agree. It, it, 
I get it if we're friends and being yeah. like, oh, you look pretty or whatever. But him being like, we're all adults, right? Yeah. What? Like, is that okay what? before? What are you trying to get going? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I don't like, understand. Your wife's at home. Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't I don't know. There's And I, I talked about it with your sister before. And it's just, there's a few times when I'm like, I don't understand. Like, you guys... We've we've known they said they haven't seen each other in years. Yeah, yeah. but you're acting very friendly. Some and some some scenes, and right. I was just like, I don't. Well, there's a moment that comes later that is so jarring to me. Yeah, that kind of is in that same vein. Okay, I, I yeah. think uh, I think we're on the same page with that. Yeah, but they laugh, and Will tells Ben how good it is to see him before leaving the kitchen. As soon as they step into the living room, Eden presents Ben with a glass of wine. She tells him that she's let it go already, and so should he. It's like, nope. you're, you're the one that yeah. hit me. Yeah, you struck me in the face. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, I'm over it. Like, yeah, get his has a hand mark on his cheek still. <laughs> but Ben lets it go, saying that he can always have a drink. Eden takes him by the arm and says that it's gone already. They walk off, but Will stays behind, watching David talk on the phone in the hallway. Claire walks up and tells Will to sit with her on the stairs. He does, and David ends his call and walks back into the living room. Claire tells Will to ask her a question, and he asks her about being up for tenure. She says that she got it a year ago. She Mm. had a party and everything. All Will can do is apologize, but she forgives him, saying that he's here now. They watch as everyone laughs together in the living room. Resting her head on his shoulder, she verbalizes how weird it is to be here. Headlights sweeping across the windows distracts them and Claire says that maybe it's finally Choi. David opens the door and Will stares as someone who is not Choi greets David with a big hug and follows him into the house. David gets everyone's attention to introduce Pruitt, played by John Carroll Lynch. Another one who just everything that he's in. Incredible. I remember... um, when I was a kid, I, he was Drew Carey's brother. Yes. Okay? Uh-huh. And then I was obsessed with the movie Gothica. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot that was and him. And he scared the sh- I was like, you're supposed to be nice. Like, yeah. he scared the shit out of me in that. And then, of course, Zodiac and American Horror Story. Like, he's uh-huh. fucking, he can be oh, scary. Yeah. All I remembered him was from Drew Carey. Was- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I think what's so great about him because he was very funny on the Drew Carey show. Yeah. But then I didn't realize until Zodiac and Gothica how intimidating he can be. Oh, yeah. yeah. He can like flip the script yeah, really you, quickly. He's like he's like kind of like this big, like lovable person. Mm-hmm. Like a teddy bear. But then you're like, oh, shit, you could kill everyone in this room <laughs> <laughs> with your bare hands. And you don't even realize, but the way that they shoot him in this film, they kind of play to his stature. Oh, yeah. yeah. He looks like he's eight feet tall. Yeah. yeah I was like, oh, my God. But uh, yeah, I've, I love Zodiac. I want to mention that. Yeah. Did oh, I yeah. miss that already? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, again, is able to... I read in Slant that this was a role that was written for him. I love that. Oh, sure. So he didn't even All audition. Right. And you realize because he plays this character so perfectly yeah Yeah, he does that it had it was meant for him Mm -hmm. but the minute that sadie sees him she squeals and jumps into his arms eden stands and they hug ben shakes his hand on the way to get another drink and asks if he can get pruitt one pruitt just asks for anything diet tommy introduces the rest of the group and tells pruitt that he's glad he's here but he asks where Choi is Gina explains that Choi is her asshole boyfriend who said that he would be early for once. She asked David if he told him that he was going to be late and David doesn't know anything. 
He thought Choi was coming with Gina. Gina tries to call him again, but comments that there's no service. Eden apologizes, saying that the bills fell through the cracks while they were gone, and now they have to get someone to come up here and reconnect the landline. Uh, what? What does that have to do with her cell yeah. phone? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You would think people living in the Hollywood Hills wouldn't put up with this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's kind of a horror film staple to have no service. You gotta, yeah. you gotta get the cell phones out of the picture. Yeah. Like that's that's rule number one. They've done it. <laughs> they yeah. did it. David directs her to the back to make her call because that's where the service is the best. Gina heads out and Will watches as David locks the front door with a key. Noticing Will's interest, he asks if everything is okay. Will asks why David didn't leave his key in the door. David explains that there was a home invasion around here a month or so ago. A couple was terrorized and it was sick and it freaked everyone out. That still doesn't answer my question. Yeah. Will says that he never heard anything about it. And Tommy and Ben joke. Ben says that it's America. David can put himself under lockdown if he wants to. They Mm -hmm. didn't realize. Yeah. They were ahead of their time. All right. Yeah. He can put himself in lockdown. Yeah. Not Not, me. Yeah. Not me, motherfucker. Not, Not even cracking a smile. Will asks David, what happens if there's a fire? He looks over at Kira, who's sitting across the room with Miguel watching him before looking back at David. Relenting, David puts his key back in the door. He asks if that's better, and Will smiles briefly. They're treating Will like he's crazy. Already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no, yeah. I'm, this is when I'm starting to get heated. It just it, it bugs me when you're asked a direct question. Why don't you leave your key in the door? Yeah. That home invasion thing, okay, I, that's an answer for why you locked the door. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't explain. No. That makes that do, yeah. that doesn't even apply here. He's like, no, well, they, they got inside the house. They stole all the keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, what are you talking about? They were in all the doors. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's starting to make sense. But no. And again, I'm sorry, but fucking Tommy and Ben being like, because he's like, oh, I've never, I didn't hear about that home invasion, and they're like, oh, then I guess it never happened. Yeah, feel- it's like, dude, you have not seen me in two years. I will fucking <laughs> end you. <laughs> A, I just killed a fucking guy. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. There's a few times I, I told your sister, too, when I was watching it for the show. I said, are they even really his friends? Yeah. There's I, a few times I was like, what the fuck? Again, to me, if you're in a situation where a dude that you don't know very well and a dude that you do know very well are kind of going back and forth, it's easier to try to joke with the guy that you know and be like, well, huh, well that doesn't mean it didn't happen. And kind of try to squash it than be like, let's see how this plays it's, out. I mean, I don't know. It's easier to go with the guy who was your friend and who you know because or, he is your friend. Or we can just beat David's ass. Yeah, <laughs> Until he puts the key on right. the door. We know this is not your house. Like, yeah. Get out of here. Well, no, no, no. Because the next thing David says is that he just keeps his house a little differently it is his house no okay so i just want to say really quickly to quote that coyote fuck <laughs> you yeah, no. fuck Get you the david fuck yeah. out of here. Oh, man. that is unbelievable and then he puts his arm around eden yeah no, it was gross yeah it, it was gross yeah. and can i also say uh he's really lucky that kira is a social butterfly because he has left her alone i mean yeah. okay I, yeah. I was thinking that too because literally we're at a party with your ex-wife her husband and your friends yes. that yes. i guess i met at a wedding once yeah we're glued together oh, Absolutely. No, you yeah. don't get to gallivant into the fucking kitchen and drink your water i will drink water right next to you you're <laughs> not going anywhere or you can go to this thing by yourself if you're gonna leave me yeah. i would no i do this is like a circle of hell for me. Absolutely. <laughs> Being left alone at this well, party. Even though we try to stay together when we go anywhere anyway. Yeah. So, I, mean, uh-huh. I just no, absolutely not. A lot of my fear for this film comes from just the anxiety of going to a party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already scared. Yeah. But Eden asks if Will can go get them some firewood because he knows where they keep it. 
her saying this on the heels of David being like, this is my house was very strange to me because it felt like, like kind of like a dog whistle to Will to be like, we, we know, like we know that you lived here. I don't know. It was weird. It felt like an odd olive branch to me. Yeah. Like her trying to make it okay that fucking David just said that. Yeah. To be like, not everything's changed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, shut up. Yeah, I know, (laughs) but she's weird. And I'm no, I'm not going to run errands for you. Yeah. Yeah. Before we got here. If you wanted to fucking fire, you should have gone out. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? You know where we keep it. Even. Right, you especially yeah. know where we keep it. And it's David's house. Tell him. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's his house. Have him go fucking yeah. get it. Yeah, Throw the get trash wood chips all over my yeah. <laughs> Jesus. My party clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't come in for that. I got coyote blood all over it. <laughs> right, I'm already dirty. <laughs> yeah. Is that why you asked me? Yeah. <laughs> well, you already look like shit. Go, yeah, go ahead and go get, get it. The firewood. Dish rag. <laughs> <laughs> but without another word, Will heads outside. Kara starts to go after him, but Eden stops her, asking if Will is always this agitated. We hear them continue to talk, Kara saying that he is sometimes, and Eden saying that it comforts her that Will has Kara. I don't like this either. Nope. No. I don't like you sidling up with my new girlfriend. It feels nope. it feels very manipulative. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, oh, Will, am I right? Yeah. Like that. It feels like we're friends because we both, you know, hate Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kira's playing along. She's like, no, he can be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? He's you know your how boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, I get it, Eden. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just don't understand. I don't like it. But we see Will stop in his tracks as he heads down the hall. He composes himself and walks outside as we continue to hear them talk. Kira tells Eden that Will wants the best for her as well. And when Eden says she's so glad that Kira came with Will tonight, Kira responds that she thought it was important. Eden asks how Will is handling everything because he can be self-destructive. But Kira assures her that he's doing the best he can. Will approaches a spot in the backyard and stares, hearing the laughing voices of children in his memory. His trance is broken when the light in a bedroom comes on and Eden walks to the sliding door, staring at the same spot. She opens a drawer in her bedside table and drops something inside before composing herself and walking back to the party. If I'm not mistaken, the shot of him staring out in a certain area Uh becomes very important later. Mm -hmm. And it's basically the same shot. Oh, I didn't realize that. And I I love that. Yeah. Yeah. But giving one last glance to that spot in the backyard, Will starts to gather firewood. Back inside, somber music plays as he rejoins the party in slow motion. He drops the firewood, and instead of joining everyone else, he invites himself into Eden and David's bedroom. He opens the drawer to find a bottle of prescription pills and dumps them into his hand before returning the bottle. As he slips the pills into his coat pocket and goes to leave the room, David walks in. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. It's like you cannot, you're fucking just in here. Yeah. Like yeah. You can't deny that. And I got to be honest, uh, I've been on Will's side and I will continue to be on Will's side. Yeah. Absolutely. Like 100% of the time, this, this was the only. <laughs> yeah, this was a bit much. Yeah, it's none of his business what she's taking or what she has. Yeah. No, this was too much. But the two stare at each other in silence before David tells him to come back when he's ready. Instead, Will sits on their bed, gazing into the attached bathroom, lost in a memory. When he walks into the bathroom, he's lost in the past again. He and Eden are in the bathtub together, giggling when Ty walks in. 
Ty smiles at them and Will tells him to go back to bed and they'll try to keep it down. I feel like Ty was a little old yeah. to be like super chill and giggly at his parents in the tub together. I think yeah. that's fair. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know. A kid, uh, this kid could be nine. It could be 16. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about kids. <laughs> but what I will say is that they reacted very calmly yeah. to what yeah. was happening. Yeah. I'd be but like, oh, shit. What he says, yeah, no he says shit. in a second what will yeah. says he tells his son that he loves him and ty says it back they all say good night and ty leaves now alone again will says and that'll be the time he saw his gross parents having sex were they currently yeah but, yeah, no, but they but were then, they were working out too yeah. <laughs> it's like her i think her spine is on it yeah i was gonna say i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know how <laughs> what do you guys it. <laughs> it just seemed it just seemed very strange uh. <laughs> well i don't want to say uh. it. <laughs> but eden agrees that they are gross and asks if ty needs a brother will nods in agreement and they kiss and then presumably they do <laughs> i guess I, yeah spinal ties <laughs> yeah. not even out of the room yet yeah no, no is he still there yeah, well i mean the bathroom's oh, attached true. to the bedroom. Oh, yeah, like he's yeah. still walking through, and they're like, "No, nah, let's fuck." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Okay, calm Can down." You give it a minute. No shit. <laughs> In the present, Will stands staring at the bathtub before he's distracted by Gina letting out a scream in the living room. We cut to her holding Sadie's hand, which has the same bracelet that Eden is wearing. Hmm. Speechless after being hit with the realization, Will walks into the room, and Gina announces, "Oh, they're in a cult." Okay, so you had said earlier that Eden's dress was making a statement. Yeah. yeah. The statement was, I've joined a cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't say that earlier, but it was very clear. And from Sadie, oh, yeah. sexy yeah. Sadie from the yes, Manson family. Exactly. I mean, it, it, there's, there's, they were like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> David denies this, and Miguel co-signs that he knows plenty of people who do the invitation. I'm like, oh, roll credits. Yeah, right. Eden confirms that they also do it, and that's why they were in Mexico. Tommy jokingly asks if they all got naked there in the jungle, and Sadie responds, sometimes. Well, she did anyway. Everyone laughs. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Will's like, she got naked here too? <laughs> <laughs> David says that it's just a group of people who have all lost someone coming together to help each other. It's not a weird religious cult. It's a science. It's made up of thousands of... I'm sorry. He just started shaking his head. <laughs> well, because there is nothing scientific about yeah. this. No. He says it's all made up of thousands of smart people from all over. He tells them that they'd be surprised. Ben admits that his boss is into it too, and David speaks to its practicality as well as its spirituality. Miguel asks what really goes on, self-help or what? David says that since he asked, they do have something that they'd like to share. Pruitt says David's name in concern, but David ignores him and gets up. I can't remember if it's Ben who asked, he's like, is it like EST or something like that? That was an organization in the 70s and 80s uh-huh. that, I, if I'm not mistaken, I read it uh, kind of a cursory glance. L. Ron Hubbard uh, accused the founder of that group of stealing his ideas. <laughs> so if that tells you <laughs> anything, and I will say that they did say in an interview, Karin Kusama and her husband, mm -hmm. that Scientology was not a jumping off point for this. I don't know yeah. if that's just because they happen to be very litigious. Yeah, yeah you got to say that. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying it now. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, don't, nothing, we don't even know what Scientology yeah. is. We don't allegedly, know, allegedly. We know allegedly. nothing about that cult. 
But almost everyone cheers, laughing and excited. Tommy even jokes about understanding now why the doors are locked. But Eden looks at Will and he is not into this at all, still standing alone in the entrance of the room. He finally sits down on the couch where Eden is and Kira comes over and sits between them. Tommy says that this is going to be a conversion thing, but Eden just maintains that this is amazing stuff. David comes back with his laptop and sets it up. Claire nervously asks if this is some kind of recruitment video because she is not into this, but most of the rest of the group are intrigued. David assures everyone that this is not about recruitment at all. On the video, over footage of beautiful mountains and people doing yoga, a man tells us that this is their home in Sonora, Mexico, and it could be your home too if you choose. This is not what we came to the party for. <laughs> no. This is not what we thought no. we were coming to the I party mean, for. For the invitation was probably the invitation was probably for the invitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In all honesty. Mm-hmm. I but I mean, for me, I was getting like annoyed already because everybody's like, ooh, it's this funny thing. Yeah. It's really not. Like imagine going to fucking a friend's house and this like you think that you're just reconnecting to have a reunion. I'd be mad enough if they tried to get me to sell Invigoron, but <laughs> they're trying to indoctrinate me. I would be scared, honestly. When yeah, you brought and, the laptop out, and I once would, again, I would want to leave. Yeah. You know that feeling in your stomach that's like, I'm in the wrong place right now? Yes. Like, that I'm feeling that watching them watch this. Yeah, yeah. I get that feeling at like every gas station we go to <laughs> <laughs> on shit. the road. Yeah. <laughs> but we're here, fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. I mean, imagine all you, they knew Eden. Mm-hmm. They know this is not how she acted. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I the second that laptop came out, I'm gone. That's scary as fuck. When they said, uh, when they were joking about being in a cult, yeah, I, grab your purse. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, there's, this is, no, there's something wrong. I'm sorry. We can meet up for bowling or uh-huh. tacos later or something. Tacos. But I'm yeah, not, that's fine. Well, <laughs> I want to eat. Yeah. yeah. I wanna, <laughs> Can um, I also be there for yeah, the tacos? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't want to hear none of this shit. No, yeah, and I'm, I'm never coming if, to your house again. Yeah, no. if it were like you said, if it works for you, cool. Fine. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with this. No, but he says their home and their family is open to anyone who wants to help themselves. We finally see him speaking in a group circle. He's Doctor Joseph, played by the Wiz himself, Toby Huss. <laughs> Dude, Toby Huss is another underrated talent. Extremely underrated. He is great in everything he's ever been in. But he goes on that the human brain has a remarkable ability to heal and rewrite our experiences with trauma. I'm sure that this is what David was referring to with the science thing. Yeah. (laughs) He says that trauma has affected all of them, but he invites them to participate in a conscious and connected existence. This is when some of them start to look uncomfortable, but the video continues. He says that they all take this journey together because no one is alone. Wherever you are, we transcend. Language like that, yeah, it's giving heaven's yeah. gate. It's 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 uh it's not I'm scared. Yeah. They spoke about Heaven's Gate and Jim Jones mm-hmm. and the Manson family. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see seeds of all of these things. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. you can. In yeah. This. I do also want to point out that in that interview with the Directors Guild of America, Karan Kusama said that the cast had not seen this video yet. Oh, oh I love okay. that. Yeah. That so, they're reacting to I exactly. love that. I'm sure um Eden and David and yeah. that whole yeah. crew it and yeah. Sadie. Yeah. But the reactions you see from Will and Kira and all of them is genuine. That would be some shit. Oh yeah, yeah. it would. <laughs> 
But the video transitions to Dr. Joseph sitting next to Annie, played by Danielle Camastra. Annie is clearly on her deathbed. Dr. Joseph asks how she feels, and she says that she feels loved. He assures her that she is very loved and asks who she is going to see. She sighs deeply and says that she's going to see her husband, James, and her father. As she struggles to breathe, Dr. Joseph tells her that she's right. They will all be there. Annie gasps for air and Dr. Joseph puts a reassuring hand on her head, telling her that it will be soon. She's made the choice to renounce pain and grief. He asks if she's ready to go and Annie doesn't give a reply, just a weak sigh. We see now that there are more people in the room with them and Dr. Joseph invites them to lean close and breathe in Annie's spirit. I'm like, okay, Dr. Sleep. (laughs) The followers say that they feel it as Annie continues to wheeze. She lets out her last breath and the camera zooms in tight on her face. Dr. Joseph sighs and says that Annie is with all of them now, pointing out specific people that the followers have lost. A husband, a wife, a son. She's with them now. He tells them not to cry because there's no darkness, just reunion. Annie is safe now. He smiles down at her and the video dissolves into a shot of the moon in the sky. Could we have not done this after dinner? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't present this to me on an yeah. empty belly. <laughs> it's funny because when he said it, Pruitt was like, David? Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm not they're sure. not ready for this shit. And also, if you've been planning this whole time, why are we crowding around a tiny laptop? Yeah, no shit. You don't you want to put this on the big screen? You want to know something? Okay, later in the house, we see that they have a fucking movie theater. Yeah. Yes. You should have popped some damn popcorn. That's how you recruit me into a call. Yeah. <laughs> And let my belly be full. <laughs> I'm much more susceptible to, you know, whatever. You're like, yeah, sure, I yeah, get it. Yeah, why not? The invitation, you say, yeah. <laughs> I accept. I have RSVP. Yes. yes. <laughs> David sighs contentedly and closes his laptop. He tells the rest of the group that this is what it's about. No one is laughing anymore. Gina is upset that they just watched someone die and Ben is in disbelief that it's even real. But Eden assures them that it was. Gina asks why anyone would want to watch that. But Eden says the whole point is that there's nothing to be afraid of. She was very sick. Kira asks what she was sick with because she barely looked 30 years old. Eden tells her that she had cancer. Ben says that he understands if you have to die at 30, going surrounded by people you love isn't a bad thing. But Gina asks, on video? Upset by their reactions, Sadie says that it's beautiful. Tommy says that it's grim, but Miguel says that he's not judging Annie because she looked at peace. Gina says that no one is judging her, but Will says he doesn't understand why David would show something like this at a dinner party, which I think is where we're all at right now. Exactly. And I do have to admit, whenever Sadie was like, it's beautiful, I was like, I knew you'd say some shit yeah. like that. <laughs> Bitch, if you don't shut right. the fuck up. You would say that, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I knew it. Sadie thinks it's beautiful. No. What? what a great surprise. <laughs> but I appreciated, again, Will is, he's the anchor of this entire yeah. thing. Yeah. He is the voice of reason. Yeah. When nobody else, I do appreciate Gina Yeah. as well. Well, because she's literally like... You just showed me that? Without you just yeah, showed me? Yeah. yeah, you just showed me someone dying? Like, really? David says that they're just not taking it in the way it was meant to be taken. And Kira says that it's a pretty heavy thing to just drop on them. Eden gets up and sits next to David, saying that it's not heavy to them, though. Pruitt chimes in, saying that it's okay. Not everyone gets it. He says that everyone dies. It's not about the fact that she died. It's about communion. 
David says that Eden was right. The whole point is that there's nothing to be afraid of. He admits that his pain turned him into a coked up record producer, a walking cliche. I did imagine uh, the 80s guy. (laughs) 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 But he was a slave to his grief. But Dr. Joseph freed him from that and gave him back his center. He's not afraid anymore. Pruitt's like, amen, brother. It's like, you don't need to talk anymore. (laughs) If I I know I said it earlier. And if I forgot to say it, we're leaving. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're leaving. Get your purse. Let's be clear. David says that they've all been through terrible things, but it doesn't have to define them. He says what happened to Eden and Will, but Will interrupts harshly telling him, don't. Eden blurts out that this saved her life. She tells Will that he knows. She almost died after what happened because she felt like she couldn't go on living. But look at her now. She's great. She's happy and she's not angry anymore. Then tearfully, but trying to laugh it off, she says, look at the way you're all looking at me. Fighting against his own tears, Will jumps to his feet and asks if she really thinks he doesn't know. He asks if this is really that easy for her. Tommy gets up to comfort him, pulling him into the kitchen. David sits down next to Kira now that Will is gone and says that they're all lost. It's too big for any of them to handle alone. Ben is fed up and goes to get another drink. Okay, so I just have a couple of things here. Firstly... Logan Marshall Green's performance. Man. Yeah. Fantastic. From his don't. Yeah. Yeah. All the way through to because him. Because it's like, oh my, how fucking you know, dare you? How yes. dare you? You don't know what the fuck, oh you know. Oh my God. Fantastic. I will say, and you can fucking correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But if you two are in this situation and JP is Will. Mm-hmm. And he gets up and he leaves. Are you gonna stay sitting on the couch? No, that was very weird to no. me. Yeah, I didn't like that. I'm like, did, did Eden get in her head already? Maybe. She's like, Will sucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I thought that you would, you it wouldn't be up to Tommy. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. It would be up to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I th- that's think. a really good point. Yeah. She's probably like, man, this is fucking yeah. heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were just gonna eat some. Yeah. <laughs> it all started with the fucking coyote. Exactly. She's like, did that lady really die on the? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The doorbell rings, and hoping that it's Choi, Gina starts for it, but Pruitt insists that he's got it. Yeah, I don't trust it. No. I thought that was fucking yeah. weird. And she stops. Yeah. He. Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, no, I mean, I get it. He's like, no, maybe he's trying to be polite, but if you're waiting on for, your yeah, boyfriend, yeah. you're waiting on your partner to show up, let me, or oh, I'll go with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. If it, that way, if it is him... I can go greet him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If not, instead of I, being like, who are you? Yeah, literally. But Pruitt opens the door and calls David over. Kira excuses herself to the restroom and the rest of the group splits up. Will steps out of the kitchen and Gina asks if he's okay. He apologizes, but she said that he didn't do anything to apologize for. She continues to talk as Will watches the door, only seeing David as they talk to whoever rung the bell. Gina says that it's on her and Choi for not making a better effort to be there for him, but she was trying to give him space. Will continues to stare at David, and Gina says that he hasn't heard a word that she said. Will apologizes, and David comes back in saying that they were on foot looking for a party, the people who rang the bell. And he very quickly closes the... He locks the door back and stands there awkwardly before walking off. Gina tells Will that they can talk later, but she just wants him to know that she's been thinking about him. Will tells her that he loves her and misses her and the two hug before she goes off to get another drink. 
So I do want to say, and I don't know if I said this earlier, but the moment with Ben, Claire, and now Gina, yeah, these moments of reconnection mm-hmm. feel very genuine and nice. Yeah, yeah, they do. And I really appreciate Will getting to have these yes. moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to bring it back to the door thing that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe David for a second. No, no like, not at all. And then he's like, uh-huh. Yeah, and <laughs> then he, he has shifty eyes. <laughs> he does. And then he just leaves. Will looks over at Kira, who is listening to a conversation before noticing Sadie sitting alone in the living room and staring at him. He sits at the dining room table and inspects Eden's pills that he stole before Miguel joins him. He asks if Will is going to join them at some point, but Will just asks if Miguel can identify the pills he has, admitting that he took them from Eden's room. Now, I guess Miguel is in the medical field. Yes. And yeah. again, I appreciated that because a poorly written script would be like, Miguel, you're a doctor. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> you, work at, you work at Walgreens yeah. or whatever. <laughs> you know? So I appreciated them not doing that. Yeah. Miguel is disturbed by this, the fact that he stole Eden's medication, but he identifies them as phenobarbital. Will asks if that's dangerous, and Miguel says that anything is if you take too much of it. It's a barbiturate, but it's not uncommon. But phenobarbital sounds like what they would take on like Sunset Boulevard. Like, I don't know much about medicine, (laughs) (laughs) but it doesn't seem like something that's much in use today. I mean... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, it's Tannis root. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy comes in and tells them to break up their clique and come join them. They do, following Tommy out of the kitchen. David greets them, saying that they just opened another bottle, and Tommy is thrilled by this. Quietly, Will tells Miguel to just keep it between the two of them. Miguel agrees. David hands glasses to everyone and Will reluctantly accepts it as Pruitt just stands and observes. Just as they raise their glasses to drink, Miguel says, Will thinks you guys are on pills, figuratively. I was like, is when before he said figuratively, I well no, I'm still mad. Still <laughs> no, yeah. And I, I None really of that. like Miguel this yeah. whole time. That's why I was like, you fucking bastard. Yeah. Again, <laughs> they kind of suck. Yes. I was like, man, dude. <laughs> this is your friend. Yeah. And not only that. The way he acts when he's telling him about the pills in the kitchen, he's like, come on, man, it's nothing. They, If this is really your friend, you're really not worried that she has these barbiturates yeah. in there? Yeah. Because they are drugs. Right. Yeah. You're taking this to... to for something. Yeah, yeah. for some yeah. purpose. David asks if Will thinks they're crazy, and Will denies this, but David says it's okay. A lot of people think they're crazy, but they're not as happy as they are. Pruitt asks where's the diet again and follows David. With them gone, Will asks why he did that, and Miguel pretends not to understand English. Will asks him and Tommy if they really don't think this is weird, but Tommy just says that there was no way that tonight wasn't going to be weird or sad. Will watches as David and Pruitt talk in the kitchen, but Tommy continues. I just have two comments. One of them is funny, and one of them is (laughs) (laughs) not. (laughs) One of them is not. Uh, The first one is he because he turns to Miguel and he's like, "No hablo inglés," and then he goes, "Thanks," and he goes, "De nada." Yeah. On the fucking subtitles, it said, "Speak Spanish for (laughs) both." It's like you can't, you can't do those. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Even I, I don't speak Spanish. I know those. (laughs) But um, the thing that bothered me is them saying that they knew that tonight was going to be weird anyway. Mm -hmm. This 
entire situation seems like it would have gone much better before they watched the death video yeah, yeah. okay because y'all were not expecting that level yeah, of weird. Yeah. No. don't act like you were and then him saying something along the lines of you know there's some weirdos or whatever yeah, here yeah. it's like do you not remember the video you guys just watched yeah yeah, yeah. just watched yeah i feel like the video really ramped yeah. the situation up and yeah. not everybody is acting like it did i think and that's i think what bothers me a lot about this because the way that they use tension in this movie is really good a lot yeah. of the time yeah but this moment right here that's fair why is will the only one yeah yeah but Tommy says that this is just a long overdue reunion between old friends with a couple random weirdos. Miguel agrees that they're a little manson and Tommy says that they're weird, but this is L.A. They're harmless. They tell him to just relax and take more of David's good wine for the rest of the night. But like you were saying, T, hmm. this is they're like, oh, it's going to be weird. But if you see if you have to describe somebody as Mansony, <laughs> yes. I think we need a fucking go. We're in the wrong. Place. We're not friends anymore. Right. You're something completely different because this is unless y'all were having barbecues before and breaking into people's houses and killing them and whatever. Yeah. yeah this then... isn't normal. <laughs> no. You can't sit there and be like, nah, this is cool. Like that. That bothered me too. how nonchalant they are and, about and some stuff very yeah. dismissive like, yeah when will like, everything will saying is fucking yeah, valid it's like come on what what is so i understand where you're saying like yes. a lot of it pissed you off yeah. because it, it did me too but i i attributed it to the character how good they're doing right you know yeah. what i mean how good the movie is i was like oh you're making me feel stuff like, and that's what i was but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Making me feel stuff because i was like i was trying to make it be like okay well no it's not the script that's bothering me it's tommy and miguel yeah <laughs> <laughs> not accepting how weird this yeah, is. Yeah, it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> because I'm sorry, everything Will is saying has a basis yeah. in something. Yep. And the fact that, again, you've already watched <laughs> this video. Yeah. Why is Will the only one that finds this strange? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's still cool with what's going on here. Yeah. Like I, what I, the hell? I would hope that as a group of people who I feel like I know, yes, you would feel the same way. Yep. You know what I mean? But from the second floor landing, David announces to everyone that he can see how they might have found the video disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> and he apologizes. He says that the last thing he wants anyone to think is that he's forcing his ideas on them, but he just wants them to know him. He comes downstairs as everyone settles back into the living room and proposes that they try a game that they used to play in Mexico at the end of group. He promises that it'll be fun and show them what they learned there. I don't want to play anything. Yeah. No. And I always want to play games. I don't want to <laughs> play this. He says that it's like that game I never, except it's I want. Everyone takes a turn saying what they want. The whole point is honesty and admitting your desires because anything is possible once you strip away embarrassment and negativity. Those things just hold you down, so it's important to be honest. Sadie jumps to her feet, volunteering to go first. She says that she wants to tell Eden and David, Will and Kira, Gina, Miguel, Tommy, Ben, Claire, Pruitt, that she loves all of them. She hasn't known some of them for very long, but she feels the love tonight. A lot of people are too afraid to say that, but she loves them. She leans down and kisses Gina on the lips, and everyone laughs at Gina's surprised reaction. I did not consent to this. And no. when you say that you haven't known many of us for very long you've known us for an hour maybe yeah, maybe yeah. um let me kiss you on the mouth <laughs> <laughs> it's like holy shit but then gina takes it very well she yeah. does she does after thinking about it for a second 
Gina says that what she wants is some of the coke that David used to do. Immediately, David's like, bet. He gets up to go get some, prompting Ben to call him the worst rehabber in the world for keeping coke in the house. Uh, I, I was going to say, yeah. what the fuck? But yeah. I mean, I wonder if this is like... Tonight, we're going to do what we like to do. We're going to do whatever we want to do tonight. What did he say? Uh, uh, we shouldn't put off the things that we want to enjoy. Talk right, about the right. wine. Uh-huh. I'm like, do you always keep Coke in the house or did you get Coke for tonight? Or he was still, yeah. Like or you still was, do yeah, Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you're still an 80s guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Was your dealer at the door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gina tries to tell him that she was just kidding. But when he says that she wasn't and that's okay, she's like, okay, I wasn't. He gives her the Coke and the group laughs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm already shaking my head. I was trying to keep going, but. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Nay and I talked about this off mic. This part, I don't like at all. Yeah. It's... Because it just it's just so weird to me. Like, she's like, you know, I want some of that Coke you used to do. And he's like, oh, well, let me get you some. It's like, no, nah, I was just kidding. And she's like, no, you weren't kidding. I have some Coke right here. And she's like, break that shit yeah, out, man. Yeah. Bust that, Bust that shit, shit out. I was like, yeah. this is kind of cringe. I don't want to. Yeah, that... I don't want to say that it's cringe but i was like this just and honestly for me i don't know look i don't go to very many parties period but i definitely don't go to very many parties where people just start doing cocaine (laughs) (laughs) after watching death video after watching a death video so the (laughs) the way that the entire tone has turned right it it made me watching uncomfortable and also like this is kind of dumb. It, yeah. <laughs> it gets way more uncomfortable in a yes, second. Yes, it does. And it pisses me off a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but David gives Gina the Coke and the group laughs, a few of them saying that they love this game. With the mood high, Pruitt <laughs> he he's like i'm not playing the way y'all play no he speaks from behind them saying that he wants to tell everyone about his wife margaret uh-uh. why are you talking yeah. yeah no he stands telling them that they were married for eight years but next month would have made 15 she was a painter and he saw her work at a retreat before he ever met her and he already fell in love with her i have to say before that we get too much in the story the second he stood up and said i want to tell you about my wife margaret I said, oh, my God. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> because, because I know. Feel, you know what? It's it's very, um, we're going to make you feel good and accepted, and there's no wrong answers here, and then we're going to just slide in exactly. this little narrative. I can see what you're doing. I, yeah. I see what you're doing. I see the moves, and I'm, yes, yeah. I'm not here for it. <laughs> no. But he says that when he finally saw her, he felt like he'd hit the jackpot. He describes her as bright and gorgeous, the most generous spirit he'd ever seen. He talks about her laugh and her presence. And on nights like tonight, he thinks of her. Miguel asks if she passed away and Pruitt sits back down and says, yes. He explained that they'd both been drinking and they'd gotten into an argument about something as trivial as the dishes. I do want to point out whenever Miguel asks that, David looks at him like, what the, f-? like, yeah. he looks mad. And I'm like, after all you've done tonight, yeah, this, you're going to get mad at yeah, Miguel. Yeah. pales in comparison to the shit that y'all have yeah. done. Yeah. So calm down. Yeah. But Pruitt says that one of them started yelling and he went to pour another drink. Margaret tried to stop him and Pruitt says something just gave. He hit her as hard as he could. She hit her head and he pantomimes her hand movements the way she tried to get back up. He says she was looking at him and then she was gone. The entire group is silent except for Ben who mutters, what the fuck? Everyone is uncomfortable. 
Pruitt says that this was seven years ago and he did his time in prison, but he was still the same person when he got out. By accepting the invitation and looking ahead instead of behind, he was able to destroy that part of him and now he's cured and he misses her. He thinks of her every day. He says that he's let it go. He doesn't grieve and he doesn't feel guilt over what he did anymore. Those are useless feelings because he knows he's going to see her again in a better place. That's what they believe and he can't wait to get there. He says that forgiveness doesn't have to wait. He's allowed to forgive himself and so are they. It's beautiful. No. <laughs> no. Get your purse. I yeah. Really no. Get your purse. Yeah, Once no. again. He only yeah. got seven years? I don't I mean, I guess for like involuntary or something, but I mean even that he What kind of lawyer did yeah, he have? God I don't damn. know. You have Johnny Cochran, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was so this like kind of made my stomach hurt the first time I watched it. Yeah, I'm well, no. I, it takes such a turn because yeah. again, she's like, bust that <laughs> shit out. Yeah. And he's I like, murdered I murdered my yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's such a pivot. Dude. It is. Uh, and again, uh, John Carroll Lynch. Yeah. Amazing monologue. Oh, yeah. Yes. Performs it so well. Yeah. Yeah. Because even when he's doing the, well, she yeah. looked up oh at me. It's God. like, oh, oh my you God. don't care. No. Oh. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Horrifying. It is. And again, I feel like. They're not even attempting to cloak the indoctrination. Oh, no. Yeah. It's blatant. Yeah. He literally said the invitation saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's kind of getting to a point where this, this is, is a testimonial. Yes. And can we please leave? Yeah. When the silence falls on them again, David and Eden exchange a look as David asks, what's more honorable, facing the truth or hiding it to be accepted? He says that people can change. Claire says that none of this feels honest. It feels like they're being sold something. Mm -hmm. When chatter starts up, Eden cuts through it by saying that she wants to kiss Ben. She always has. What the fuck? It's yeah. like we cannot just slide back into this like, oh, yeah. bust that shit out. <laughs> we are. That's gone. Yeah. <laughs> he, did you hear his story? Yeah. Were no you shit. in the bathroom? <laughs> no. Pruitt, tell it again. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, that's over. Ben looks over at David, who just shrugs. Ben laughs and says that he consents. The two peck, but Eden pulls him back for a long and deep kiss. Will and Kira stare up at them like they've lost their minds, but the rest of their friends cheer. When the kiss is finally over, Ben's like, nobody tell Amanda. Okay, so this is where I was actually pissed off. Yeah. Uh, I didn't... <sighs> like, the pivot... It's... Yeah. I mean, whenever you... Th okay, let's look at it this way. You have... I want to tell everyone I love them to I want some coke Yeah. to I beat my wife to, to death. death Yeah. to I want to kiss Ben. I'm out. Yeah. And what's with this fucking Jerry Springer audience reaction and, uh, that's to what this? I'm saying. Like we're yeah. cheering and acting like this is all cool and fun. But I like watching this as a film, knowing that it's a film. It upset my stomach. Yes. Yeah. And so I, if I'm in that room, I'm like, I got to go to the store. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> yes. I can't. And that was where I was wondering. I was like, am I mad at the script of the characters? Because what humans do you know after yeah. after Pruitt just told this fucking story? Yeah. Would be reacting like this to this kiss. Yeah. yeah. That's why I didn't understand. That's why I said something about him telling her that she was hot in the kitchen yeah because yeah. it's like now you guys are acting like this is all okay were y'all all fucking each other before or were y'all like <laughs> well, you're trying to make sense well, of, it. Let go of it well i'm just saying because he's married and he yes. clearly knows his wife's not okay with that yes he yeah. just said this yeah. dude 
David just let. He's like, is that okay? Yeah. Whoa. He, you know what I mean? He's just letting her kiss dude uh, Ben. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they're just okay with it. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so is this something that was going on before? And that was a capital it, K kiss. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was not so, a mwah. I mean, I get it and I'm not knocking it. I you know what I mean? I'm all for it, but. We we don't get any of that. No, I don't it's know. Like, any, yeah, why? What and what are the boundaries here? Yeah, what is? Okay? I do want to point out. I'm all for that, of course, with these consenting adults. Yeah, yeah. But right after Pruitt's story, yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm that's still what makes we're ignoring it weird. a big yes. piece. What the fuck? I'm very stuck on that. Yeah, yeah. as they all should be. Yes. Yeah. Tommy says that he wants a blowjob from somebody. And when everyone laughs, he's like, I'm not joking. Yeah. <laughs> I think See? he was the one that said it earlier. Yeah. And he's like, we're not kidding about yeah. that. <laughs> he's killing That's me. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what the fuck? So this is normal? He's like, yeah. this is getting fucking freaky yeah. in here. But Claire has had enough. She says that this is all making her uncomfortable. She doesn't want to spoil the fun by asking them to stop playing. So she's just going to leave. Claire is the only one with some sense right yeah. now. Yeah. David grabs her hand and begs her to stay, prompting Will to stand up and tell David to just let her go if she wants to leave. David tries to explain that Eden has planned this night for a long time, but Claire insists that she just wants to go. She makes her way to the door, but Eden stops and asks her to stay. Claire apologizes, but insists that she leave. They hug and Will offers to walk Claire to her car, but she says that she's fine. I would be like, please walk me to my car. Tommy, Tommy, Miguel, all of y'all, can y'all walk me to my car? And again, I was very annoyed because I was like so on Claire's side, the fact she was leaving. But then she's like, it's like 40 feet, Will. I'm like, fuck you. You're so uncomfortable that you're leaving. No, I know. But like you said, everybody was given the Jerry Springer when they were kissing. (laughs) So I'm sure how she could probably be like, look. I'm the only one feeling this way, but clearly you see yes. how Will is uh-huh. acting. Yeah. You know that he feels the same way. And how David's clearly trying to keep yeah. you here. Yes. Yeah. Like, why is nobody acting like a normal human being? Yeah. yeah. I, I read in this interview with The Verge, they had said, Karin Kusama was talking about how this film is kind of like an exercise in social norms. Yeah. She said that it's a matter of our willingness to put up with weirdness and she had said that a ton of her friends who had seen the film at various points throughout the film were like, I would have left right there. Yep. And she's like, I know you. No, you wouldn't yeah. have. Yeah. I'm like, you don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> no, bitch, I'm gone. Yeah. But I mean, maybe it's I a Los get, Angeles thing. I get it. No, yeah, that's yeah, the thing is it. because you can say that from the outside. But yeah. in the situation, you're with your friends. I feel like it was very brave of Claire to be like, and this yes. is oh, my yeah. stop. Oh, like yeah. I, I'm not, yeah. because we we do that. We don't want to be the weird one or we don't want to be the party pooper. We yeah. don't want to make our friends feel weird, even though we're feeling weird. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just socially, there's all these expected behaviors. And even when you're uncomfortable, uh-huh. that's why it's like, listen to your fucking gut. Yeah. Listen, that trumps any oh, well, John Paul's going to be mad at me if I want to go home. It's like, no, that could be the difference between, you know, something happening and something not happening. But just as Claire starts to leave, Pruitt is like, are you in the Prius? Because I'm parked behind you. He leaves with her and Will watches them from the window. Kira asks him to come and sit with her, but he asks for just a second so he can watch what's going on outside. Pruitt backs out of the driveway, allowing Claire to back out as well. Pruitt gets out of his car and helps guide Claire to the road, which I thought was weird because she's just backing out of the driveway. Yeah, there's no It's like you're being too helpful. Do you know what I mean? He starts walking up the driveway, but the second that the front half of Claire's car is out of view, Pruitt calls out to her to stop and jogs over to the car. 
David comes over and asks Will if he can talk to him about something important. And by the glass doors of the living room, David thanks Will for coming. He says that Will means a lot to both him and Eden, and that's why they chose him. Will is like, chose me? Okay, so that's weird enough. Yeah. Yes. I do want to comment on that Pruitt and Claire sec- section, mm-hmm. because I think that it is very good in suspense yes. yeah. and tension. Although I will say that whenever he's like, oh, Claire, sorry, I forgot to kill you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so very clearly jogging over to yeah. murder her. <laughs> what I imagine anyway, I don't know what happened. We don't know. We, we never, yeah. we never, we never learn what happened. We never hear from Claire again. But no matter her protest, Will should have went out there with her. He should have. He yeah. should have been like, look, I, you know, hey, gave her a look like, Trust me, me and you, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're on the we same page. Exactly. Yeah. But David clarifies he just chose him to be here tonight. David says that he's upset because Will seems so suspicious of their hospitality. First, the thing with locking the door, and now he's just standing there watching over Pruitt. He says that Will seems distant and off. Will apologizes and admits that maybe he just wasn't ready to be here tonight. This is the perfect moment to be like, and that's why I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Kira, the keys. Yeah. This made me so mad. I was like, you don't fucking know me to yeah, be talking to me like that. Yeah, how dare you? I was, I'm sitting there like, oh, punch him. Punch, yes. I know he's not going to. But he should. But, but he's got it coming. And again, it's him putting everything on Will. Yeah. yeah. You're weirding everyone out, yeah. man. <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> David says that he understands that Will feels like he has to be the lookout. Something horrible happened, and in this chaotic world, it could happen again. Will says that he can't begin to understand how David felt when he lost his wife, and in return, David can't presume to know him or what he went through. Yes. They stand in silence until Pruitt comes back inside. It was like I did a double take because he's like holding a coat to his body or yeah. something. Yeah. I'm like, is. Why are you? Yeah. Are you hiding something? Yeah. But it's the way he comes in all somber. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> he says that he apologized to Claire for his story scaring her, and he tried one last time to get her to stay, but she didn't. She did seem to understand that. Wait, so are you telling me that we're supposed to? He, he's like, oh, and then he runs over to her window and he's like, please, 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 please. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. No that's shit. That's what we're supposed to think yeah. happened. That didn't happen. Uh-uh. That's what that's what Pruitt said. And then she drove home safely. Yeah. Yep. David leaves, and as Will turns away, we transition to seeing everyone's feet climbing up the stairs as they go to the second floor. They pour wine and pass bottles over a decadent spread of food. I'm like, finally, some yeah. good fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> they, they laugh at being sent animal emails every day from Claire. But from Will's point of view, their voices cut out as he eats. He watches his friends talk with no sound as he slips into a flashback. So, again, um, I just from my own personal what I would assume to be my own personal reactions to what have happened, mm-hmm. what has happened already this mm-hmm. evening. There is no fucking way I'm sitting down to eat with these people. No. Not after what I've no. seen. Not after what I've heard. I don't think I'd have an appetite, yeah. no. to be honest. But they're like, can I have a leg? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> how, how are you yeah. hungry? <laughs> this is insane. This is insanity. In the flashback, Will and Eden are in the yard with their friends. Will mans the grill as he shares a kiss with Eden. Candles are lit on a cake as Ty plays with his friends. At the table where Will sits now, the sounds of eating have become manic and amplified. He sees into the past again, Eden sitting with Ben on a lawn chair. Now, in light of recent events, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck was y'all doing? I, I, again, another thing that I, I asked your sister. I said, "Look, I know we're cool. We have friends. Yeah, but if I'm sitting in, in between some girl's legs and she's playing with my hair or she's hugged up, if your sister's, I'm not okay with that. Unless no, I'm sorry. Some, what the fuck do you yeah, think you're doing? <laughs> again, if there's some kind of arrangement, cool. If there's yeah. some kind of whatever, that's fine. But I, this doesn't." seem like that and there's not a point like will's never like hey her spine's on it that's yeah, our that, thing <laughs> you know so, that's my spine yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like what are you doing so there it's very clear yeah, it's, it's a little <laughs> that this is okay i mean i don't know i don't know it's just odd it it's is it is and especially like you said <laughs> what we saw tonight yeah. yeah clearly there were feelings i mean yeah but he sees a bat falling to the ground followed by a loud shriek at the table, he calls out to Kira, but she doesn't seem to hear him. His eyes fill with tears and his face clouds with worry as he remembers the rest. In the yard, Will runs over and meets Eden, who drops to her knees. At the table, Will screams a silent scream. We cut to Will sitting alone outside. He watches through the glass doors as Kira stands and helps clear the plates. We cut to Will back inside, walking downstairs alone. When he hears giggling, he looks through a crack in a door to see Sadie standing in front of a mirror. She pretends to scream, contorting her face in agony, but nothing but a squeak comes out. In between the screams, she smiles. When she catches Will's eye, he walks away. So, you know, Sadie's just weird. We, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are We've you doing? We've established that. I, did, did he really scream at the table? I don't think so. I hope not. (laughs) Because then I think David might be right. (laughs) You're weirding everybody out, dude. Now, one thing I will say is that the tragedy that this family has suffered, everybody was there for it. Yes. Which only makes it even more complicated. Yes. Because I thought this was something experienced just by. Nope. -uh. But it's not. Yeah. So it's like, wow. But um, again, as well, you've already been caught. Will just tell her you're like you're weird, Sadie. What the yeah. fuck are you doing, <laughs> dude? Yeah, you're the one making Shake fucking your faces. Head disappointment, just mm-mm. yeah, that's yeah. just <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> but Will goes back outside, and Sadie joins him. She presumes that things aren't great between him and Kira, and he asks why she would say that. Yeah, she simply says that it just seems that way. Kira seems distant. There has not been one. Nope. Yeah. What do you mean? Scene. Nope. Yeah. The fuck. You, you met her tonight. Weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that's true. Why yeah. are you screaming in the mirror, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> we can point fingers all fucking day long. But he tells her that she's wrong, that Kira is great. She asks if he'd like to come back in, but he says that he needs to make a phone call. She tells him there's no service here, but he corrects her that it goes in and out. <laughs> I goddamn live here. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say again, he's leaving Kira alone. He, yes. he just went, he's roaming he's through the house. Around. He walked outside. She offers to hang out with him, then gives him clearance to have sex with her right then and there. After all, why should they ever deny themselves? She says that it was awesome in Mexico. Everyone just went for what they wanted. Will says that she needs to just go back in. <laughs> well. She asks him if he likes her, and he says he doesn't know her. She tells him that without even touching him, just using her voice and breath, she could make him beg and like her so much. She leans toward his ear and he backs up. She says that he can even hurt her if he wants to. When he says he doesn't want to hurt her, she tells him that she doesn't believe him and she leaves. We quickly cut to Tommy touching Will's shoulder to make him turn around. All right. The quick edits. It feels... 
it's very frantic. Yeah. It's very paranoid. Yes. Uh, I do know that they kind of use Rosemary's Baby as a jumping off point as well. Huh. Okay. Which you can kind of feel. Yeah. But I feel like these quick interactions are only, you're, they're putting you in Will's shoes even yeah. more. Yeah. He's the only one I've really been relating to this entire oh, time. Yeah. yeah. And having to go through, God, his fucking trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this weird shit that keeps happening, whatever Sadie is trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then this fucking conversation yeah. infuriates me. Well, here we go. All right. Yeah. Will says that he just needed to get a break because something really wrong is happening here. Something bad. But Tommy tells him that he's wrong. Claire left because she's sexually awkward and Choi is habitually unreliable. He does admit that it's crazy seeing Eden after two years, but everyone is just trying to find out how to go on. Will says that it doesn't feel safe, but Tommy tells him, of course it doesn't feel safe. He tells him it was brave of him to come tonight, and after saying that he loves him, causing Will to fight back tears, he counters with Will needing to stop acting so weird because he's freaking people out. They hug, Tommy promising Will that he's safe before heading back inside. I get I get this, but they must have been her friends. Because yeah. if my homies don't no. fucking side with me and, hey, look, I know you're having a rough time. Uh, you and know this what I mean? is but fucking weird. This yeah, is weird. And yeah. this is weird. You know, you know what? If it makes you feel better, I'll keep my eyes open with you. Yeah. Yes. Let's just be cool. Let's try to have drinks. Let's be cordial from now on. I'm right here with you, homie. I'm going to sit with you. I'll keep my eyes open too. Yes. Make me feel safe. Don't make me feel like I'm the fucking problem. Yeah. That's not helping. He did what David did. Yeah. Yeah. David, who is not my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a moment, I can't remember exactly what he was asked, but he had said something along the lines of, I had to get away for a moment or whatever. Yeah. Tommy goes, from what? From what? (laughs) We watched someone die tonight. Yes. Are you fucking... (laughs) And then this man talked about murdering his wife yeah Yeah. like i don't it just is infuriating that nobody is seeing tommy's like the food is really good (laughs) yeah (laughs) you see me tear through that chicken (laughs) he i don't know who was gnashing the chicken somebody was going going (laughs) (laughs) but behind will a helicopter flies by and will watches it until his phone beeps he checks his voicemail to find a message from Choi. He called Will because he couldn't get a hold of Gina. He pulled up to Eden's house at seven, but forgot to bring dessert like he said he would. And he asked Will if he can pick it up. Choi is in disbelief that he's early and says that he just doesn't want to go back down the hill. Tense music swells as Will goes back upstairs. They greet Will and then the group jokes about playing I want again until the lights turn off. Eden and David climb the stairs holding a cake with lit candles on it. Eden places it in front of Miguel, and when Miguel protests that his birthday isn't for another week, Eden tells him that it's close enough. Miguel insists on no singing, same, but (laughs) makes his wish and blows out his candles. They turn the lights back on, and while everyone laughs and applauds Miguel, Will is like, hey, where the fuck is Choi? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I was so happy. Gina asks what he's talking about, and he tells her about Choi leaving him a message that he was here at 7. Gina asks Eden, and Eden says that she hasn't seen Choi tonight at all. Kira tries to calm Will down, but he insists, demanding to know where he was because he was here. David said that he hasn't seen him as he hands out cake, and Will calls him a liar. Ben and Tommy propose that he could have turned around for something, but Will asks why everyone is acting so fucking polite. 
Eden swears to Gina that Choi wasn't here and Will maintains that there's something strange happening. Pruitt asks Will what he thinks is happening and Will turns on him. He's like, why the hell are you here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Why? I He had the line of the night because the second Pruitt opens his mouth, he goes, hey, who are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck do you and the weird girl have to do with that? <laughs> yes. You know, such a perfect question. <laughs> yeah, because you are not. We did not know each other. No, no. Yeah. There's no history. And you're the one trying to fucking calm the situation down. Yeah. You don't even know Choi. No, no <laughs> you yeah. don't. No shit. But he says that he doesn't understand why Pruitt or Sadie are here. And David's like, they're my guests. Will says that they haven't seen each other in two years, but they invite them here for a lavish dinner with Pruitt and Sadie randomly here. It isn't normal. He brings up the invitation, but Sadie interrupts, saying that it helps people. Miguel tries to say that everyone has their own coping mechanisms, but Will stands up and he goes, it's a fucking cult, Miguel. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Will has just come unglued. Yes. And again, I'm furious because everybody is like, Will, I just don't, yeah. I can't believe this. Oh, it's like, you were you not here for the whole night? Literally. Yeah. Kira asks him to sit back down, but he doesn't. He says that the video they watched wasn't about community and acceptance. It's about denial and brainwashing. Pruitt quietly is like, you're out of line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again, John Carroll Lynch, he has such a quiet authority because even if I'm Will, I'm like, all right, maybe I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was rude. Too far. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that doesn't stop Will. He addresses Eden directly, telling her that their son died. That happened and it meant something. He asks her not to try to erase that. And he finally comes back around to asking where Choi is. Kira tries to tell him that Eden doesn't know where he is. But when David tries to calm him down, Will asks him, why are all the doors locked? Why are there bars on the windows? Why is there a bottle of phenobarbital in their bedroom? It's like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> we're doing everything, I guess. <laughs> we're putting it all on the table. When he asks why the doors are locked, Gina like leans onto Ben and she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, come on. That's what I'm saying. They were. I, I don't feel like these were his friends. I be, it, like at not all. Acting I mean, they're not acting like it. But Ben is like, Jesus Christ. Eden asks if Will went through their things and Kira immediately tries to squash everything. <laughs> what? Yeah. She doesn't exactly say that. Yeah. She responds with just more breath than words. She's yeah. like, you went through our things? <laughs> it's like, why are you not, why is nobody acting like a goddamn human yeah. in this house? If, I'm sorry, the history that you guys have, I know that that used to be his bedroom too, yeah, yeah. but this dude rocks up after two years and he's gone through your drawers and he's found your medicine and the most he can muster is, you went through <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening what's going on <laughs> act like a person yeah i don't think she can i guess not but kira says <laughs> that it's time for her and will to go but will won't let them go gracefully he says something horrible is happening here and everyone is ignoring it because david brought out some good wine yeah please the two please don't let me freak out before you decide to leave yeah we would have yeah. been gone we'd have been gone get your purse yeah, yeah. honestly and the I kira the <laughs> That's when Kira stands up, putting her foot down that they're leaving right now. The doorbell rings right at that moment, stopping everyone in their tracks. Will and Gina go over to look down to the first floor and in walks Choi, played by Carl Yoon. I'm like, God damn it. You, yeah. fucking, you had to show up right now. <laughs> you know how crazy you're making me look. I want to say that Choi showing up is so unfair. Yeah. Because for me, sure. 
the well first of all the message was very misleading yeah. it was yes but that doesn't negate any of the other things not we've at talked all about. Yeah. but now you look exactly. like a paranoid like but, i was wrong about Choi. yeah yeah but i'm not wrong yeah. about anything else but but hold on in all fairness too though like you said it's not fair that he showed up right at th- that moment no. that sucks but again, if y'all were acting like his fucking friend, he wouldn't be this frantic. He That's wouldn't true. be panicking alone. That's true. He wouldn't feel like nobody's fucking listening. Right. I got you, homeboy. I'm going to sit right here with my eyes peeled with you. We'll be safe together. Okay, cool. Then I, I can breathe a little easier. Yeah. yeah. Not, hey, you're fucking pissing us off, dude. Come back inside and have a drink with us. I love <laughs> yeah. you. Like, are you are you kidding? You're making yeah. everyone feel bad. Well, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? Hearing that from everyone. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but we did establish that Ben was at least his friend. Yeah. Yeah, Why that's is true. Ben... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Eden's fucking hot. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, yeah. That okay. trumps everything, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking kissed him and he's like yeah. <laughs> hypnotized. Who's Will? Yeah. but Choi apologizes saying that he was here early but then work called and he had to leave he comes upstairs and Gina rushes to hug him Will dissolves into tears as he stares at Choi making his rounds to greet Eden Pruitt goes to make Choi a plate and everyone just stares at Will Choi is like what's going on Will starts to apologize to David but David says it's okay Kira insists that they leave, but Tommy's like, give him a minute, Kira. Tommy, shut the fuck up. Yeah, again. <laughs> Crying, Will tells Eden that he's sorry. She says that this is hard, but he can't be upset with her for finding something that helps her because she's never treated him that way. Will agrees, saying that all of this is really none of his business and he's sorry. Eden and David forgive him. David going so far as to say that Will, along with everyone else here, is part of their family. Pruitt returns with food for Choi and Will excuses himself downstairs. Will washes his face in the sink and is overcome with another memory of teaching Ty how to properly wash his hands in the same sink. When the memory fades, he's left alone, staring at his own reflection. We cut to Will sitting alone outside. Kira joins him and sits next to him. She says that they should just get out of here, but he tells her no. He admits that he's not okay, putting it bluntly that his son is dead. And where is he supposed to put that? She truthfully says that she doesn't know. He expounds that it feels like there's a scream trapped inside of him. He blames himself for not watching more closely, but Kira tries to tell him that he couldn't have known and that it wasn't his fault. But Will says it was another kid that did it, a kid that Ty loved, and they were just playing. He says that he shouldn't have let them play with the bat. Kira says that what happened couldn't have been predicted or changed, but Will says that he's just been waiting to die since the moment it happened. She takes his hand and tells him that moving forward isn't a betrayal. Will says that Eden is what letting go looks like, but Kira tells him that he doesn't have to let him go. They can help each other, and that's the only way. Will tells Kira that he loves her, but that he doesn't think she can help him. Kira lets go of his hand and goes back into the house. Will apologizes, but she doesn't reply. That's a very tragic bomb to drop. Yeah. But I mean, fuck, this this entire evening was just a bad idea. Yeah. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. And let's just go. Yeah. You know, I mean, there is nothing else to do here. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's done. Yeah. Will comes back inside as Eden is cutting the cake for Miguel. They all turn to look at him. He asks Eden if he can see Ty's room, but Eden looks to David, who subtly nods, and after that she goes, of course. Yeah, that like pissed that. me off. Yeah. yeah, He's like, it's my house. Yeah, oh, Man, fuck you. 
In the words of that coyote. (laughs) (laughs) Downstairs, Will hesitates before going into the room. When he steps inside, he sees Ty's bed and his toys strewn on the floor. He walks in and sits on the bed, and Ty is lying down behind him. He lays down with his son, and the two look into each other's eyes and smile. This was fucking a lot. This broke my heart. I have to say, the color palette change as he steps into, like the memory, I guess, Mm -hmm. it's very well done. Because there is such a harsh contrast between these memories and the party atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I also heard in an interview, Logan Marshall Green said that he left an Easter egg in this room. Mm-hmm. And if you look, you see that the blocks upside down spell Kusama. Oh, I love that. And so I guess he did that as a little tribute. Oh. He it was funny because in the interview he was like, I haven't told anybody else yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> I felt special, even though I wasn't the interview. <laughs> But when it comes back, Will is sitting alone in an office crying. I guess they turned Ty's room into this office. Yes, they did. When he hears the sound, he looks through the window to see David hanging a lantern on a tree. He lights it and it glows red. He looks across to the other houses on the hill and to the city below before tossing the match and going back into the house. See, now this is very unfair to me. Because you tell me that I'm reacting to things that are not weird. Yeah. Yet you continue to do <laughs> weird, <laughs> yeah. weird shit. Weird shit. Yep. <laughs> and I'm not supposed to yeah. uh-uh. feel any type of way. Or... Will takes a moment to look at the artwork on the walls of the office before going into the desk and finding a laptop. He opens it and watches the video that's queued up. We see Will's face as we hear Dr. Joseph's voice saying that he knows there are doubts that skepticism can be contagious. We see what Will sees, Dr. Joseph sitting alone in front of trees as he continues. He says that he wouldn't have known before he saw the new truth and shared it. He wouldn't have even believed it himself. He says to remember the reward. The beautiful moment is here and tonight is the night that faith is made real. The hardest thing is to start. You just have to believe and give yourself over. There's a knock at the door, and this pissed me off. Oh, I was so mad, too. It's fucking Pruitt uh-huh, of telling course. Will to hurry up because everyone's waiting. I don't give a fuck. He, do you know yeah. what this room is? Like, yeah. Do you know what yeah. I left to go do? And it's the way that he says it. Yeah. yeah. Because he goes, it's the very loud pounding. Yes. And he goes, Will, let's go. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm, I can't I even like, believe oh, this. Yeah. I, yeah, I was in disbelief. And again, it's not even like your David even. If it's, you're, like, yeah. it's not yeah. your house. Like, what is <laughs> who this? Who are you? Yes. Hey, who are you? That's still like my favorite. <laughs> but Will doesn't reply, just continues to watch the video where Dr. Joseph tells the viewer that he loves them. He loves them so much that his heart is breaking and he's waiting for them. Pruitt knocks on the door again. With the video over, Will quietly closes the laptop and answers the door. Pruitt follows him back upstairs to the table like a fucking bodyguard. I was going to say, I literally wrote that he is postured like an enforcer. Yes. He's like Arn Anderson. Yeah. But (laughs) uh, one thing I will say is that I do love the way they shot the Dr. Joseph. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. It feels so outside of the film. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I love it because it always infuriates me whenever they shoot like news footage (laughs) on movies with the same camera. Cameras yeah. that they were shooting the film with. Yeah. I'm like, so you're telling me that they borrowed your IMAX camera yeah. <laughs> to shoot a fucking news cutaway? But no, they did it very well here. Sorry. But upstairs, David passes out a dessert wine that Eden pours out of a decanter. Everyone takes one and passes it down, but David places Will's right in front of him. 
He watches as everyone takes a hold of their glasses. David holds both sides of Eden's face and the two kiss. He tells her that everyone here is so happy to be here with her. He tells everyone to take a moment to look at each other before raising their glass. He toasts to a better world, to peace. Gina quickly takes a drink. But as everyone else raises their glass, Will throws his down <laughs> and <laughs> breaks the glass in Kira's hand. He yells at everyone not to fucking drink it. He breaks Ben's glass. <laughs> and then Tommy's. <laughs> I will admit, I don't know what these glasses are made of, but yeah. <laughs> they will touch. They will shatter if touched. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's like, hey, oh, they're yeah. all Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> Pruitt tries to restrain Will, yeah. but Will pulls away, telling Kira that they're leaving right now. Sadie screams that he's ruining everything and runs over to him, hitting him. Will is able to push her away, but she hits her head on the corner of a shelf and goes down hard. Good. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I, and that's very close to Pruitt's story, yes. yeah. which is very weird. Yeah. I do want to point out just a very simple like, distinction. She says, you've ruined yeah everything which is way worse what does that mean you're giving up a lot yeah (laughs) (laughs) who invited this bitch yeah hey who are you yeah (laughs) (laughs) but everyone rushes to sadie eden even asking will what he's done she's unresponsive miguel snaps into action telling someone to call 911 and ben immediately takes out his phone and tries to make the call Kira's like, she's not breathing. But Miguel assures her that Sadie is breathing. But Kira wasn't talking about Sadie. She was talking about Gina. Gina has collapsed forward onto the tabletop with foam coming out of her mouth. That is a great misdirection. Yes. I was, I like my jaw dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel turns his attention to her as Choi helps carry her down to the floor. Miguel attempts CPR on Gina and asks how the 911 call is coming. But Ben can't get any reception. And when he tries to step outside, he finds the doors locked. I feel like there's so much going on at this moment that you don't really stop to think yeah. that they're locked in now. Like oh, yeah. Ben is trying to step out and he can't. Yeah. Assisting Miguel, Kira tells him that she can't find a pulse on Gina. I love that Kira just fucking snapped into yeah. action. Like this was great and so it does seem like kira is also in the medical yeah. field the way that she's responding yeah. yeah at least she's certified in cpr because they're not doing too bad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was wondering. in all fairness and i will say that you know there are some interruptions yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i won't count that against miguel in a second <laughs> in a second that's not on miguel's time no, all this right. is not his fault no Pruitt stands over them with a smile, mouthing something silently. Miguel is working his ass off trying to revive Gina, but he suddenly falls forward. When he does, we see David behind him with a gun having just shot Miguel. Everything moves silently and in slow motion. Will staring in disbelief, Kira crawling backwards, splattered with Miguel's blood, Tommy screaming Miguel's name, Pruitt consoling David and trying to get the gun from him, and Sadie slowly regaining consciousness. Will grabs Kira as Pruitt finally takes the gun from David. With the gun in his possession, Pruitt immediately turns it on Choi and shoots him in the chest. I was like, <gasps> I was like, my brain can't take fucking anything no. else. Do you remember on Reservoir Dogs where Mr. White was telling the story of what happened with Mr. Blonde? Uh-huh. And he's like, and he was like a fucking <laughs> mad maze. Just bam, yeah. <laughs> bam, <laughs> bam. Like, that's all I was thinking. I was like, because it was just insane. Yes. Yeah. And then watching him just stalk over and yeah. just, I'm like, this is I can't handle it. Yeah. But do you see why it's it's not even paranoia, but to have a weapon on you of some kind at all time 
when he's trying to pass the gun or when he's passing the gun to Pruitt, I'd have fucking stabbed him in the ribs. It was like from yeah. the resident yeah. knife guy. Oh, no, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me tell you how well, this is going to go. Well, you got to pick the spots because he's a big dude. He so is a big dude. You get huge. him in the ribs somewhere. He's uh-huh. he's not going <laughs> to. He's not moving around. I would have gone for the Achilles like Gage. No, that- <laughs> <laughs> that's my vantage. Yeah, that's- <laughs> because I believe Pruitt is about nine feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> Sound starts to come back as Choi crawls away and Pruitt goes after him. Eden stands, looking afraid, as Will, Kira, and Ben try to get Tommy to come downstairs with them. We hear Pruitt shoot Choi again, and instead of going with them, Tommy screams and rushes toward David. And he just killed his husband. Yeah. Yeah. I the way that this unfolds and also David's shocked face at what he's done. Yeah. Like it all feels like they don't think that they should like they you know This wasn't the plan. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean he's probably like, Man, you guys made me fucking like kill somebody. I mean (laughs) he's probably I mean I'm sure he's taking no accountability for what he just did. That's fair. Sadie though grabs a knife and slashes Tommy across the chest as Will, Kira, and Ben run. Downstairs, Ben tries the front door, but it's, of course, locked, and he runs off. Will knows another way and yells at Ben to follow him and Kira, but when they get there, that door is locked, too. When he turns around in the hallway, Sadie rushes toward him, screaming. They fight for a moment before he throws her into the hallway, and he and Kira are able to close and lock the door in her face. They barricade the door as Sadie continues to scream and pound on it, but she stops. So I do want to point out that obviously Will has been proven correct. Yeah. yeah. But when we talk about a slow burn, we are 80 minutes into the film. Yeah. yeah. This is the last 20 yeah. of his suspicions being proven. Right. Yeah. Which is pretty bold. Oh, Very yeah. much so. And I've, 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 we, we would have beat that lady's head in. <laughs> I'm not just going to push her on the floor. And you're trying to fucking kill us. You just shot all, you know what I mean? My- uh-huh quote unquote friends Friends. you know what i mean upstairs come on you know what i mean yeah beat her ass and then try to find some other way out and then you're also leaving all your friends to get murdered by yeah well he i mean yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) he tried to get tommy to go with them he tried to get ben to go with them they didn't listen so look they're worms me now Will tries to open the sliding door to the backyard, but it's locked. He says they can break it, but before they can, they hear crashing and stop. They watch as Ben breaks a window and falls into the backyard. Almost immediately, David comes right behind him and tackles him. He stabs Ben, and then Pruitt joins the party and shoots Ben in the head. I was a little annoyed here because after everything they've been through, after how everyone's been treating Will... Kira's like, why is this happening? Yeah. yeah. When she should be saying, you were right. I'm yeah. fucking sorry. Yeah, well. yeah, I'm, Damn really, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry about all that earlier. But Will, <laughs> Will tells her that they're going to do whatever it takes to get out of this because they're just people. She agrees and the two kiss each other before getting back to business. Will unbarricades the door and they open it quietly. As they walk down the hallway, they hear Eden and David whispering. Eden tells David that they weren't supposed to hurt anyone like he did. They were all just supposed to go to sleep and go together. It was supposed to be beautiful. They find them, David sitting in front of Eden, who is slunk down to the floor with her back to the wall. She says that it wasn't supposed to be like this because this isn't what he said. David sets down his knife to comfort her. He says that they just have to finish now and she has to help him. But through her tears, Eden maintains that this is wrong. 
David reminds her that Dr. Joseph said this would be hard, but they have to finish it. They're chosen, and this is the only way they can stop hurting. He said that they can still leave it all behind and go. He stands up, and Eden reluctantly follows, still sobbing. Now that they're gone, Will quietly tells Kira that there's a door to the garage upstairs, and that's where they're going. They watch as Eden sobs, walking down the hall, and David's like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, be quiet. (laughs) Well, also, I mean, I don't know fucking mansions or whatever, but who designed this house where the only way to get to the garage is through the the door on the second floor? (laughs) It's like, what? You're telling me we can't? Yeah. They pass Sadie, who's sitting on a couch struggling to breathe. Like, she's dying. Yeah. yeah. I want to know, uh, yeah, who did this to her? I mean, Doesn't matter. good job. Yeah, yeah. good. Will takes a fire poker from her and leaves her to suffer as he and Kira head upstairs. I feel like this is like a full circle moment from the fucking coyote. <laughs> <laughs> the coyote's like, take the fucking... Uh, <laughs> or whatever. Take the it's, fucking tire, ride. It's the Ryan. spirit of the coyote. <laughs> <laughs> Coyote said, thanks for the ride, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> but they tiptoed through the wreckage and death of the dinner party and into a the fucking movie theater. Yeah. Yes. I was like, y'all have a movie theater? I just, uh, man, I was upset. <laughs> I will. Uh, there's something I have to say about the movie theater in a moment. It's after what happens, but uh-huh. it was very confusing to me as far as the interview was concerned, but we'll oh, get to no. it. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> but the door that was there when Will lived in the home with Eden the door to the garage somehow yeah. has been removed. They hide when they hear Pruitt coming, still holding the gun in front of him. I love because Will is like, no, there used to be a door yeah. here. It's like, well, it's a movie that theater. Yeah. <laughs> so it's gone. Yeah. Things Can you find another way out? <laughs> what other doors did you might or yeah. might not have? <laughs> that could get us the fuck out of here. <laughs> But Pruitt walks in and scans the theater and Will attacks him out of nowhere, hitting his arm with the fire poker and causing the gun to fall and slide into the dining area. As Pruitt attacks Will, Kira runs and tries to jump on him, but he just slaps the shit out of her and she goes down. Mm. He gets Will onto the ground and tells him not to be afraid because there's a plan for him. Will gets to his feet and tries to rush him, but Pruitt grabs him around the throat and begins to choke him, telling him to relax because they will be there soon. Kira saves the day coming out of nowhere and hitting Pruitt in the face with a wine bottle. <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, I'm laughing at what happens next. Yeah. But he, <laughs> he falls to his knees and screams until she hits him again and again, killing him. His scream scared the shit out of me. Yeah. It it's kind like of, scary. It made me laugh a little bit only because it sounded like he was powering up. <laughs> he, he was trying. <laughs> yeah. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to fucking kip up and continue. Yeah. But I mean, and in the very wine they were drinking. (laughs) Interesting. But in an interview with the DGA, Karin Kusama had said about Pruitt's death. Yeah. She said, I found it with how much has changed in the house from when Will was here last. Very fitting that Pruitt would die in the cinema and never explain why. (laughs) I'm like, but why? There's nothing about him. I want to know. Yeah. That I was so confused. Maybe it's a, it's a new room. Yeah. <laughs> the remodel. And he's also new. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> so hey, I guess what is this fits. room? Yeah. <laughs> 
But Will watches as he catches his breath and Kira takes a moment to sob before they run off again. I'd be like, I just find it funny that you said that I couldn't help you. Remember that? And uh, what did I just do? Well, you helped <laughs> me physically. Now, Greg, the, now the time to be petty. <laughs> hey, well, you still didn't say I was right about everything yet. Yeah. So well, the second you, know. you say that I was right, I will say that you yeah. killed Bruin. You hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> they approach the dining room where Eden stands with her back to them. She turns holding the gun. Will starts to say her name, but she immediately shoots and he goes down. Horrified, Eden apologizes to him and stares at the gun. She turns it on herself, shooting herself in the stomach. Uh, this is simply the strangest. I feel like we needed her to not die right away. And really that white dress looks really great with the blood. Uh, <laughs> I I tried very hard to think of it symbolically. Like her womb? Yes. Yeah. But I will say that it comes off in this moment as very weird. Well, but Eden, she's been weird Eden's all night. Eden's a weird bitch. Yeah. I took it as that it. this isn't what she was sold. No, this was not at all what they told her was going to happen. They uh-huh. said they were going to drink the drink, go to go sleep, to sleep yeah. and be in wherever. And all this carnage is happening. You just watched these people that you've only known for a handful or a couple of years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kill your friends. Yes. In your home. Yeah. This was not supposed to happen. I feel like she was like, fuck this. And she was just I don't know why she didn't shoot herself in the head that's why but, i was yeah. confused i was like because the belly we, yeah she's not she can't die right away well I yeah know, but then but... maybe don't do that then <laughs> yeah <laughs> just stay in the corner crying or something yeah you yeah. you wrote her this way yeah well, i mean you're not wrong <laughs> but kira begs eden to stop as she drops to the ground kira goes to will who was only shot in the shoulder she promises him that they are not going to die like this and he assures her that he's okay David calls Eden's name and Will tells Kira to hurry and get the gun. As David walks around holding his knife, calling after Eden, we see that Tommy is still alive, hiding on the other side of the wall. Will calls out. He's like, she shot herself, David. Yeah. Yeah. He says. Yeah. David's like, well, good. She's with them now. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. He was. David's a true believer. No shit. Like Stan Lee used to say. Yes. (laughs) I don't think this is what no, it's <laughs> not. Yeah, I don't. he was more about the comic books. Yeah. <laughs> Kira finds that there are no bullets left in the gun, but Will still calls out that they have a gun. David says that that's OK, too, because it's time. He climbs the stairs up to the second floor where Kira and Will wait. But Tommy runs up behind him and pulls him down the stairs. I, I only laugh at this part because how the <laughs> fuck how the fuck do you throw someone down the stairs and not have the upper hand when he gets yeah, out of the bottom? Because no <laughs> he pulled him down. But he pulls him down and he's like, no, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but you did this. Yeah. <laughs> the two fight at the bottom of the stairs until Tommy finally gains the upper hand and stabs David through the chest. Will and Kara watch as David gasps for air and stares at Tommy. He finally dies, and in the silence, they hear Eden cough and call out for Will. I loved that Tommy was the one that got to kill yeah. David. Yes. I feel like it would have also been satisfying if Will did, but uh, David killed Tommy's husband. He, yeah. did, he, he earned it. Mm-hmm. That's what he wanted, too. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is. I was like, all right. Yeah. Playing I want all night. Yeah. <laughs> I want a knife in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, boss. <laughs> Say no more. They go over to Eden, her beautiful white dress now completely stained red. Tearfully, she tells Will that she misses Ty so much and Will begins to sob with her. She says that she just wanted to leave and that she's sorry. 
She asks him to take her outside, and when he struggles to lift her, Kira helps him. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I thought what was going to happen was, will you take me outside? No. Yeah, I wouldn't have <laughs> took her ass outside. No. I you, mean, look, I, the I, thi- I, I feel like, and I... I know that Eden is a villain as well. Right. But I, like you said, I feel like she was taken for a ride. I don't think that in her grief, I think she was just, she was just done. She just wanted to be done. And she thought that they were going to some beautiful, magical place. And she wanted Will to come too. It's fucked up and it's delusional, but there is kindness and beauty in what she was thinking that she was trying to do if that makes did sense did you join a cult yeah uh, i know what the fuck are you it's talking beautiful. about I, I, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like some shit we're going yeah. i'm just, you know what i mean look i her get intention, it but... it wasn't like i'm gonna fucking kill will okay then why didn't you stop it when pruitt started fucking killing everybody um i don't have an answer <laughs> <laughs> i know i understand what you're saying and i do understand that she has also been through a lot yes and that this was not how things were supposed to go but i do also want to point out that she did shoot will yeah yeah she did (laughs) i'm not saying that she was right i'm saying i understand why will would at least want to grant her 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 final wish yes i will carry you with the shoulder that you shot me (laughs) i'm sorry your ass down the stairs (laughs) i'll do he's a lot nicer than yeah I i mean that's fair tommy watches as will and kira place eden in the grass outside Eden says, well, I hope we, but she takes one last breath and dies. Tommy says that he's going back inside to get Miguel and Kira hugs him. Will joins and the three stand together crying and holding each other. Tommy heads back into the house and Will looks away. I feel like they could have helped Tommy. Yeah. But they're just yeah. like, all right, you you go get him. It's like, okay. Like, But when are we going to see this view again? Yeah. Right? <laughs> We're in the hills, you yeah. guys. Framed next to the red light that David lit, Will and Kara walk over to the edge of the yard. Their faces bathed in the red, they hear screaming before a helicopter flies by. When we finally see what they see, many houses on the hill are lit with that same red light. A gunshot goes off and sirens blare as Will and Kira join hands. We get one last shot of them staring over that hill as helicopters fly and sirens ring out into the night. And the credits roll. So, what did you guys think of The Invitation? I really like this movie. There's a few things that I didn't... uh, Really small things, you know what I mean? Like I said, the way his friends treated him. Yes. uh, The weird sexual tension or the weird... Like, just how friendly they were was very weird to me. Um, Nothing, like I said, again, nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying anything bad about it, but there was never... Like, I never got that from this group. So it was really weird. And then, you know, the cheering and all that one day. Yeah. It was like, oh, the fuck? Oh. Yeah, we just watched this crazy, you know. Was that the coyote coming yeah. back? <laughs> <laughs> but, but the movie is great. Like you said, the flashbacks, they do them fantastic. The music, the acting, the, like everybody in this movie is great. I really, right. really like this movie. And it, for me... I'm not a slow burn guy, but I feel like the tension is always there. And I love that Will is not a dumbass. No. Because if this is who I'm following around, I'm glad that he's saying everything that we're saying. He's smart. He's not stupid. He's not just going with it. And okay. I feel like if he was a different character and he was dumb, I would have fucking hated this movie. Uh This movie wouldn't have worked. 
But the fact that he wasn't stupid, not for one second, you know what I mean? Not one time was he like, oh, no, that sounds reasonable. Well, yeah, because I no. feel like in, in most movies, that's what it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he had the wherewithal to be paranoid or bring up to them that something weird is going on, they'd be like, no, nah, well, it's cool. And he'd be like, well, all right. Yeah. Like, I mean, but no. he's like, no. Yeah. The whole <laughs> like, time. Like, this is not, there's yeah. something wrong. And even that it was just him, he stuck to his guns. He was never, no, no, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, when he broke down when Choi got there, and I'm sure he felt weird. Yeah. yeah. That was a slap in the face, but he, he was... He found the proof. He knew he was right the whole time. Mm-hmm. But this movie, if you've never seen it, I would highly recommend this mm-hmm. movie. I very much enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. I do have some complaints. Yeah. As we had said, the it's for me, it's a lot of just the way that these people treat Will like he's the only person yeah. seeing what the fuck is going yeah. on. Nobody's acting like a human being for a good portion of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very strange to me. Why are you going through our <laughs> thing? It's like, why are you on Downton Abbey? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but um, I, I want to... <laughs> I love how I reference a show I've never watched. <laughs> People are like, that's not how they act yeah, on Downton. <laughs> I've never seen them act like that on In the Abbey. <laughs> or whatever the nickname for the show is. But... Um, I think for me, for my money, all the complaints that I have, I forget them every time I watch this movie yeah. because the ending is so good. Yeah. yeah. That last shot is brilliant. So brilliant, in fact, that a certain recent Netflix horror film stole it. But uh, we'll talk about oh. that whenever we cover that film. Yeah. Uh, didn't really care for that film. Yeah. I, I don't know uh, what you're talking about. I, I got some hash to settle or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck you said. Whatever I said at the beginning. That feels like six hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a great, <laughs> it's a great slow burn. I will say there are a couple points for me. Like the tension is, it's it's Hitchcock level. Mm-hmm for me right and then the tension kind of it it hurts a little bit whenever after everything that's gone on so far david's like hey want to talk outside for a second and he's like you're kind of being weird man <laughs> yeah and then tommy's like you're kind of being weird man yeah. it's like we've established <laughs> i know him before he's weird yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know so i kind of you don't need to repeat that you don't need to you know or just have one i yeah. feel like it is kind of it, it, yeah it does kind of for me it works for multiple people to be telling him this uh-huh. coming kind of from both sides uh this dude that I don't fucking like uh-huh. um, telling me that my this person that's supposed to be my friend telling me that. I mean, I feel like it's really like giving Will every opportunity to be like, I maybe I am paranoid or may, maybe it is me. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, and again, I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of subtlety in this film mm-hmm. that I do appreciate. And even though I do love the shot of him and Sadie at the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think her being like, "Hey, let's do. We can do the spine thing or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> I feel. He didn't tell me. He didn't tell me love to so- have spines on it. <laughs> um, I, I feel like that was a little heavy-handed. Okay, yeah. like the the glances that they were shooting all night, I yeah. think were enough. She could have even but- just like rubbed against him or something as they were passing by, just to be weird enough. But for her to be like, "You could." It's yeah. like, come on, but dude. think about it, though, okay? This is what I was kind of alluding to earlier. They're dying tonight. 
So hedonism. Why are we denying ourselves anything? We are going out tonight. So if I want to do coke, I'm going to fucking do coke. If I want to drink $8 million wine, I'm going to drink it. Uh-huh. If I see this dude and I've been staring at him all night and I'm going to die in 20 minutes, let's get it in. Uh, I mean, get it right. in. <laughs> I know I've been talking about spines all day. I'm just saying it is jarring. But if you're looking at it from Sadie's point of view, if in Mexico it was a fucking free for all, and if we're both down, we're we're doing it, and I'm dying tonight. I mean, she was naked earlier, so they probably yeah. didn't get in early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. It seems very jarring until you understand the mentality that they're going into this evening with. This is it. We're surrounding ourselves by people we love. We're drinking ridiculously expensive wine. We're loudly chewing whatever meat this yeah. is. <laughs> We're, why not? One more time by the pool. Like, why not? You know what I mean? And I mean, I totally, I get that. I do. I just feel like for the the, the lack of subtlety in that moment for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sadie like sucks. Dude. Well, <laughs> yeah. Even when, when all that happened with the wine and uh-huh. she's like, oh, but we're trying to kill you guys. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, God damn it. You ruined our murder. <laughs> but again, uh, as well, we already established how weird she is. Do we need her making faces in the mirror? Yeah. I know. Is yeah. that for the trailer? That- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like- it's like when they drink the wine and start to die, she's like, oh, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but everyone would be dying at the same time. She doesn't have to pretend to be shocked for anyone she's like they're all gonna be looking at me she's madeline ashton (laughs) (laughs) all right send them in all right drink the wine (laughs) but no i liked it i I do have issues with it but i think that it is a film to be watched for sure no i really i really 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 enjoy this film um i will say even because i've rewatched it so many times i it's one of those things where i would love to be able to watch it again for the first time yeah. and just be steeped in that dread and that awkwardness and that like, because I was physically uncomfortable watching oh, this yeah. film the first time. Yes. Um, and I, I just really feel like that speaks to performances, which we've already said. Um, Logan Marshall Green. And I just, I phenomenal. Um, I guess we can kind of go into ratings. Sure. Um, like kind of like, yeah. we yeah. are, we are. <laughs> Let's go to ratings. Um, I feel like almost everything in this film works for me. Those kind of moments of like, you guys aren't even my friend. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that does, now that you guys mention it, it, it is strange because I would feel like, like we all have acknowledged this is weird. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen each other in two years. She's inviting us all together with this new dude that it is implied that she cheated on you with. Yeah. Um, and now there's this weird bitch with her... <laughs> with their stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> I almost got in trouble. <laughs> You're getting a little too casual. <laughs> She's naked and then this dude waltzes in. He's talking about how he murdered his wife. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like if I'm with my friends, even if we haven't seen each other in two years, we are bonded in how fucking weird we think yeah. those guys are. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the fact that Will didn't get that from really anybody yeah. besides so Claire, who was just like, I'm out. And I yeah. 100% think Claire is dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It. oh sorry. <laughs> yeah. I got one thing. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Like he fucking murdered yeah. her in, oh, the, yeah. in the driveway. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this movie could have benefited from a little more. And I know Tommy and Miguel were both like, "Yeah, they're fucking weird. They're Manson." Yeah, yeah. But they still are like downplaying it when this is not anything to be. You just made us watch a video of someone dying. I yes. would be fucking mad. Oh, no, yeah. Like I'm. 
<laughs> I'm ready to go home. Yes. Like, I'm already pissed off that you did that. You're clearly like trying to make us have a good time so you can be like now the word of the invitation like you're yeah, yeah. so blatant and obvious you're making you're treating me like i'm stupid like i don't see what you're doing i i would be sitting with will and we'd be making faces and we'd be like oh we have an emergency we gotta go yeah, yeah. and kira t- took entirely too long to be like let's get the yeah <laughs> yeah like almost the entire film yeah, yeah. but you know, that I feel like that is kind of nitpicky because the first time I watched this, I didn't care about any of that. Right. Um, I feel like it's just the more you see it, the more you're like, why the, why are you guys treating him yeah. like it's him? But um, there's just so much great about this, even though we spoiled the whole thing already. If you haven't seen <laughs> it, you, you, you need to. It's really, really great. It, I think, like narrowly lost a poll recently. Oh, yeah. And then um, everybody on... Patreon. Patreon was like, I love the invitation. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, we have to, we have to. Mm-hmm. But um, on a scale from one to 10, treacherous toasts. <laughs> I am going to give the invitation an 8.5 treacherous toasts out of 10. Um, like I said, the vast majority of this really works for me. And I, I think back to the first time I watched it and yeah. how just like my stomach hurt. Like I was yeah. so uncomfortable but in for some reason it still holds up. I I will agree with you that it's not. I would have probably given this a nine point five or a ten the first time I saw it. I would agree. Yeah. Um, so I will say it doesn't keep that level after you watch it fifteen times. But that's really my fault for watching it. 15 <laughs> that's times. true. But I will now open up the floor. I really enjoy this movie. I know I've said that about five times, but <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is good and. I, I'm the same way. I feel like anything I have to say is just kind of nitpicky. But I mean, there is that made me really mad how they treated him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I feel for me, him staying strong the whole movie and never breaking character. He's Will the whole fucking movie. So it's like, OK, cool. Finally, there's a main character I like from beginning to end. Yeah. There is yeah. no change in your mannerisms and how you feel, how you think. That's true. Your feelings. The, great. Thank you for doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, there, There is Sadie's weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're all pretty weird. Uh, but but I mean, it it, it is good. And and I, I will watch it again. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I really did enjoy this movie and I'm not one for the slow weight. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but, uh, but the tension, the anxiety, you're constantly just, okay, what's going to happen? Oh, he, no, he, you know, you see everything that's going on and everybody else acting weird. You know what I mean? Like you said, it's kind of like, well, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Yeah. Um, but I do enjoy all the characters also. I know some of them are a little, you know, whatever, but <laughs> I like that this does feel like you said, like a genuine group of friends. Yes. You know what I mean? They're an interracial couple. There's a gay couple there. You know what I mean? Every there. And then there is no draw a, t- attention to it. Yes. It's not like, I, oh, I look that. at your girlfriend. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, oh, you're beautiful. Everybody's just friends. Everybody's just a person. There is no uh, needing to draw attention like, fucking fear street oh this is oh, a surprise that, why is that a surprise why yeah we yeah. why yeah. The, yeah i'm just you know what i mean <laughs> that was i enjoyed that there was no let's make it a point to point this out we're just a bunch of friends uh-huh. reuniting for some weird shit we don't know what's going on mm-hmm. and that's it so for me on a scale from one to ten treacherous toasts 
That's I'm it. also gonna give the invitation an eight point five. Hey, I I do enjoy this movie, and I know that when I get mad, it's because the characters are doing their <laughs> job. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, all right, you got me. I do still enjoy this, and I will also be watching it several times. Yeah. After this, I watched it like two or three times in preparation for this episode. Yeah. yeah. I think that I just I can't. I keep getting mad. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, like these are supposed to be your fucking friends, yeah. you know. Uh, on the positive side, those performances, Logan Marshall Green deserves so much I'm more. I'm telling yeah. you, man. I wanted yeah. to have more roles. Uh, John Carroll Lynch, yeah, fantastic. I love the slow burn, a fucking eighty minutes to get to. Yeah, yeah. but not. At, I was not checking my watch. Yeah, yeah. you know. Oh no, yeah. Uh, great music, great editing. Mm-hmm cinematography yeah just uh, one thing that i do want to point out that uh, it's kind of on the negative side that i think would have been really cool if they explored is we know how weird this is for will to be back here Mm -hmm. but with this strange shit going on you know whose perspective would also be cool to see a little bit more of kira i agree i don't know any of these people really yeah this is my first time in this house and i'm basically trying to deal with everything you're going through but also being indoctrinated by an actual cult yeah, yeah. and my boyfriend well, keeps fucking leaving and me. you keep yeah. pitching me <laughs> like i would love to see what she has to think about oh, a lot yeah. of this you know hard agree so i yeah. feel like they kind of i don't want to say drop the ball there but could have explored it more mm-hmm. right let's just say that uh but the main gripe is that people just pretend like not being human yeah <laughs> like <laughs> we're getting out of here immediately oh yeah we would have left 10 15 times yeah just saying but for me and it sucks because this would have been this is like a 9 9.5 for me mm-hmm. but with all these rewatches and nitpicks for me on a scale from 1 to 10 treacherous toast i got to give the invitation an 8 out of 10 it did drop a little bit for me but it's still a great film yeah a very well made film yes. oh yeah that is worth checking out if you haven't seen it even mm-hmm. though we just spoiled everything right <laughs> watch it anyway <laughs> Well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate the invitation and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Blood and Smoke, at RealStreeter84, and at TravisMWH. Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special shout out to our Wendigo Getter patrons. And remember, though it's nice to be polite in social situations, it's more important to listen to your gut when it tells you the party's over. Until next time. Thank you for staying tuned for a special shout out to our Wendigo Getter patrons. Oh! oh yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay, coyote, yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> He's back! He's back. He limped his way back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should have. That should have been the last shot of the film. He survived. He's just climbing up the hill. Yeah, you motherfucker. (laughs) Says Paul opening the door. Yeah, oh my God. He's Dr. Joseph. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Joseph. (laughs) A special thank you to Chris Ontiveros, Kristen Lofton, Megan Martinez, Kimberly Bass, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M., Jordan Nash, Kent Morton, Guy54, Lala Thomas, Travis Anissa Hunter, Miguel Myers ATX, Mandy, Jennifer Perez, Pierre Lombard, Allison O'Neill, Carissa, TJ and Angie Bronson, 
Gabrielle Trevino, Spooky Mom, Andy Teague, Applin on Tavares, Karima Rhodes, Antonio Huerta, Kimberly Kleindienst, Will Brown, Linda, Sydney Smith, Osvaldo Soto, Jonathan Booth, Bobby Holmes, Donna Eason, J.D. Rizak, Molly Gerhardt, Armand Spasto, Aaron Aguirre, Eggie, William Barry, Brittany Ramatar, Charity Oxner, Amanda Six, Mandy Rainwater, Eden, Jordan Roberts, Dylan, Melissa Sierra, Holly Bryan, Jordan Blevins, Michelle Moore, Liz Heath, Spencer Montalvo, Pancake the Panda, John Ramos, Michael Newding, Alexis Roberts, Dan Laveau, Itzy M, Gary Horton, Amanda Aliff, Leisha Olivier, Kate Lamp, Carlos and Sydney, Jessica Hunter, Helena Rudder, Alan Johnston, Nicholas Carter, Mariah, Livy Fun, Mandy M, Scott Troutman, Towton Watson, Mozzie Bear, Brittany G, Dave Burke, Adrian Stakes, Craig Kowalski, Gary, and Beth Myers. Whew. Wow. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you all, all so, much. so much. Thank you. Believe me when I tell each and every one of you that you are truly a cult above the rest. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a... Well, not... They're not like that. No. And neither are we. No. Uh, we talked about it on the Discord, too. This is definitely not a cult. I think we got to say uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a cult. Mm. <laughs> We'll see how I repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time.